it's megan it's morgan and, and we're, we're back, back in this recess has now been adjourned the meeting is back in session welcome back friends um so you might have noticed that this is a bit different than normal <laughs> We immediately after seeing the second Fantastic Beasts decided that we could not in good conscience release our commentary on both movies in one episode. We felt like that would be a little bit of torture. So uh, we thought we'd break it up for you. So surprise, you guys get an extra episode. <laughs> Don't expect it like maybe ever again. Like it, I'm sure it'll happen, but randomly mm-hmm. and without warning. Yep. <laughs> so that's how we roll. Uh, also, what to expect? Maybe some tiny, adorable meows. Yeah, as part of New Shit November, <laughs> we also have a new place to record, which is amazing. Uh, thank you again to our hosts. I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, but with that place comes uh, adorable little animals. Well, not one's not little, but adorable <laughs> animals that want to be loved. Um, so you might hear random meows or like purring, I guess, because she's cute as hell. Because uh, <laughs> she's cute as hell. You guys are just going to have to deal with it because we yep. love it here. So. Yep, we just got here and it's already great. Yep. So, uh, also what to expect. Hmm, maybe we'll talk about Crimes of Grindelwald. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I think that's all we're going to talk about <laughs> this episode. Yeah, we don't necessarily have any other segments or anything. I have a couple uh, bigger questions that I kind of want to talk about after that I feel like will maybe deal as a segment, but like, whatever, strap in. <laughs> yep, that's all. It's going to be some... Yeah, man, let's oh. get to it, because oh, I'm honestly man. so pumped. So me and Megan went opening night for you guys mm. to go see this movie. Um, you've probably already seen our pictures in front of the cardboard. Oh my god, that was embarrassing. <laughs> we had to, like, we got changed, and then we went over to take pictures in front of the cardboard cutout, wands and all, and there's these two girls standing across from it. I don't know if they were taking pictures of just the cardboard cutout or what it was, but their phones are pointed at the cardboard cutout, and I was like, I want to wait for these phones to get out of here, because I don't want them taking pictures of us and being like, ha, they're, like, weird Harry Potter lovers. And it's like, one part of me is like, I really don't care if people know, because I am, but also just like, get out of Fuck off. here. <laughs> like, come on. Get out of here. Especially because they weren't even, like, dressed up in Harry Potter stuff either, so it's yeah. like, move, move out of the way. Um, There's honestly just way too many teenagers there. And, like, to be fair, it's the mall on a Friday night. I just, I guess I haven't been to the mall on a Friday night in a while. And it just made me feel really old. <laughs> yep. And then we're, like, freaking out about Harry Potter. And I was like, am I old? Maybe I'm just confused. <laughs> yep. Um, but, yeah, so we took the pictures, whatever. We had a good time. But we knew we were recording this the next day for you guys. So we really <laughs> didn't want to talk to our boyfriends and our friend about this movie. Uh, because we knew we'd get the good shit out last night, and then we'd be here to record and be like, uh... Um, I literally almost cried last night after you left, because they started asking me questions, and I was like, I can't... And, like, the questions themselves are pretty innocent, but the second that, like, my brain started thinking about those, it just spiraled into a million other things, and I was just like, I I can't... There was a couple questions that Connor asked that were, like, like, very, like, basic questions, where I was like, I'll answer it, but then there was a couple that were, like he didn't know they were complex but as i started answering i was like i think because no 
nope and he was like what and i was like i can't he's i like, can't oh okay it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah our loved ones are mad at us for you guys so yeah you're welcome and i was like we can talk about it just literally tomorrow <laughs> yeah. like on our drive yeah but not now not now <laughs> not now okay <sighs> here we go so the other thing is usually when we watch movies actually okay the first thing i want to get out which i don't think i've addressed yet <laughs> This is not going to be a movie podcast. We've somehow done, <laughs> I guess now three movie episodes because we split this one up. Yeah. But. Oh, no, four because Mean Girls, Blood Fest. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> I honestly, Mean Girls is more of like a way of life than a movie. <laughs> so my brain didn't even register that. But yes. Okay. Wow. So f- four out of six. Well, uh, seven now, I guess. Yeah. But well, still. let's call this like 6.2. Yeah. Um, or point oh. But yeah, so this isn't going to be a movie podcast. <laughs> the, the problem is, like, there's just been a lot of movies recently that we really wanted to talk about or they've went with our themes or whatever. Yeah. But we just want to make it clear, we're going to be talking about a lot more than just movies. So if you're not really into movies, I'm sorry, but, like, It'll get stay better. with us. Stay oh, with us. Uh, our next episode is low-key about a TV show, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> but it, it's a bit different. It's not a movie. <laughs> but uh, we'll get to that at the end of this episode. I guess you can expect that, too. Maybe we'll give you a little uh, little teaser for the next episode. Yeah. So let's get to it. Crimes of Grindelwald. Whew. So it takes, well, the beginning takes place six months after the yeah, ending of the, the first, first movie. One. So it, and like it specifically states it's now uh, 1927. Yes. I'm really glad you saw the year because I only saw ni- like 192 and I was like, oh God. <laughs> yeah, literally. And like I immediately whipped open my notebook and started like scribbling and Chance like turns to me and he's like, did you get that year? And I was like, you know it, buddy. Like I had to write it down last time too to make sure because mm-hmm. that's like, I always forget like when shit takes place. And I feel like, especially because like there's a lot of references made to this point in time in history in the muggle world. So that's kind of important. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, 1927, six months after the last movie. So... It starts with Grindelwald in prison. <laughs> Makuza. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> so, obviously, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, <laughs> stop what you're doing and listen to the last podcast because it talks about the first movie. Duh. Uh, but in that first podcast, we definitely were freaking out about the Makuza because we kept thinking Ministry of Magic and we were like, what the fuck's Makuza? Like... And literally in the beginning of this movie, uh, it shows like, so yeah, it shows on screen and words like the year. And then it says American Ministry of Magic. And me and Megan are both like, excuse me? Did, did you, you mean, mean Makuza? It's <laughs> like, why make a huge thing about it in the first one and just be like, They literally American said it Ministry a billion Magic. fucking times in the first movie. And like, they make a point in the beginning of the movie of explaining to you that the Makuza is the magical, I don't even remember what the fuck it is. Oh, Makuza. Oh, Magical Congress of the USA. That's why I get Ah. it fucked up, because I'm like, what the hell's the seat? Congress. Right. Fuck off. (laughs) Get out of here. But yeah, so like... I don't even think they said it once. They did not. They did not say Makuza at all. And then like, they made a point of being like, the Ministry of Magic of America, the Ministry of Magic of London, the Ministry of Magic of France. And I'm like, so they're all ministries now. So the whole point of you pointing out that it was Makuza in the first place 
we were right. They're yeah. all just ministries. That literally was my first nitpick of the movie. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. First nitpick. I was like, okay, <laughs> this already isn't, this is already pissing me off. So I really hope it gets better from here. And oh boy, it does. But like, oh my God. <laughs> that really pissed me off. God. Um, I also literally wrote down in brackets, did you mean Makuza? <laughs> yes. Um, so yes, Grindelwald has been in the Makuza jail uh, for six months now, and the British ministry has come, and they're like, so we're going to take him now, and Madam President is like, you know, we'll keep him, like, we have no problem keeping him here, and he, he's like, no, he has to come back to England and, and pay his time here, so we have to take him. Yeah, he has to actually, like, go to court and pay for the shit that he's caused already. Yeah, and they, like, they pan into the cell, and you see him sitting in the chair, and I don't really understand the point of this now seeing the whole movie but like so he's in the chair and a bug goes by and this weird like magic bubble comes around and kills the bug and that happens i think i think i might get back to that after we talk about mm, the fight scene okay you're gonna have to specify yeah because we'll i because i want to go into why i think that's a thing but it's okay. not until you realize something like during the fight scene okay so and okay so madam president's like yeah we cut out his tongue and i literally was like they cut out his tongue with a bunch of question marks and they never explain exactly what happened with that because he definitely talks later on in the movie well hold on i i I got it. First of all, they say they cut out his tongue just because he... First, he was like, you know, we had to switch his rooms a few times because he was being difficult or something. So we just cut his tongue out. Like, that's basically what they said. And then... Uh, so they take him. My next beef... I'll get to the tongue thing later. It's okay. Yeah. in the fight scene. There's a couple things that, like... Scene. Yeah, I think we're kind of both talking about the same thing. Yeah. So, um, so they get... This is one of the nitpicks that I had, which was a bigger nitpick, but I don't know... Maybe there's a reason for it. Mm. But so they take Grindelwald back. They're planning on taking Grindelwald back to Britain with Thestrals and a carriage. Why don't they just... Side along apparition, man. I really don't understand. Well, can they apparate that far? They might have to use a port key. And those are kind of interceptable. But I mean, so it's a carriage. So it's a carriage on open water also. so Who are they implying can see the Thestrals also? Everyone? Okay. <laughs> I, like, caught that at the end, and I was like, wait a minute. There's a few nitpicks with this whole entire scene. Literally just from the beginning. The fight scene was dope as shit. I was going to say, the whole scene as a whole, if you don't think about the nitpicks, is amazing. Amazing. And, like, the fight scene is beautiful. I was and dying throughout the whole first scene. I was like, this is seriously how they're opening this movie? How yeah, am I no. going to live? It was insane, but there's a lot of nitpicks within it, just because, so the Thestrals and the carriage thing, yeah, like... You can only see Thestrals if you've seen someone die, and it's like, so... I get that it's for the visual of the scene, but you're then implying that everyone in the scene is able to see the Thestrals, kind of. And then my other thing is, people that can't see the Thestrals are just seeing the carriage. But I'm like, the ropes. (laughs) And I'm assuming that muggles can also see that carriage. So they're on open water. So what I wanted to say was... I listen to a podcast called Binge Mode, and mm-hmm. right now they're doing a whole thing on the whole Harry Potter series, and they've taken a break at the moment to do uh, Fantastic Beasts because it's oh, what's going on. Yeah. But anyway, so when they were doing Order of the Phoenix, they have a huge issue with, in the movie, uh, when they are riding back to Grimald Place from Privet Drive. Mm. In the movie, they're like... like weaving in and out of boats on the canal and Mm -hmm. it's like muggles can probably see you dude like this is really high profile and they did the exact same thing with this carriage and thestral business like they're literally in the middle of the city and i'm like 
did they not learn from their mistakes? Like, I was literally really pissed about that. Yeah. But, you did know. Did we not just have to wipe the memories of everyone in New York because of shit like this? Yeah, like, like I don't, I think that was an oversight, to be honest. Like, especially because, like, all the fighting in the clouds was dope as hell. So, like, if they had kept it up more, I don't yeah. think it would be as bad. Like, but, I feel like someone had to fall out of the carriage at some point. Like, that's one thing. But the carriage was literally, like, above the water at one point. And yeah. In plain sight. It's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I don't... So, yeah, my first issue was, why don't they just side along apparate? But I'm pretty sure you can apparate, like, wherever you want. The only reason you use port keys is because, A, it's undetectable, and B, if it's, like, you're going with people that can't apparate. Like, they used a port key mm, to... Um, for Jacob. Yeah, for Jacob, um, but also, they no, they use that because it's undetectable because the Ministry is watching new. Mm. Oh, but also, like, earlier on in the Harry Potter series when they haven't learned When to they operate. go to the Quidditch yeah, World yeah. Cup and there's, like, ten of them. Because that's not something you learn until, like, fifth or sixth year or some shit, right? Uh, it's sixth. later on, yeah. Sixth. And that's the thing because there was, like, ten of them, too, so it's not like Mr. Weasley was going to operate, like, two at a time and mm-hmm. go back and forth, back and forth, right? Like, you can operate wherever you oh, want. That would be exhausting and so nauseating. Exactly. So... Literally, they could have. They just fucking didn't. And my thing was, like, you know what? If you wanted to not because you wanted that fight scene in, I'm fine with it. But, like, at least do it in a way that makes sense. And mm-hmm. they just did not do it in a way that made sense. Yeah. So there already, was definitely some oversight. <laughs> already, I was pretty upset. Not going to lie. But it's fine. I don't think I really had any big issue. Oh, there was one that we kind of ended up talking about last night. But we also think we found a solution to it. I don't know. I guess I can mention it now. So at the beginning of the movie, everyone's calling him Grindelwald. And then you meet Newt's brother later. And he's kind of got like a weird British accent. Like it's not entirely British. I'm a little unclear on what exactly it is. But it's not 100% British sounding at least. Mm -hmm. And he says Grindelwald. But like with a softer V. And at first I thought it was just like, oh, okay. Like he's just being stupid. (laughs) And then Dumbledore comes in later and he's like, Grindelwald. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that's just everyone doing it we kind of realized that the people who called him grindelwald were in america and everyone started calling him grindelwald once they were over in like britain and paris and everything so i was like okay i guess i'll forgive that but that was still really weird also i'm pretty sure the name is like german so i think that's how Probably. you're actually supposed to pronounce it but What's it's kind of first... i always forget his first name galert <laughs> galert grindelwald grindelwald sorry <laughs> galert grindelwald grindelwald i um i think think it's kind of confusing because i think the name is german but he is british and like it comes out of nowhere too because the whole first movie they're all saying grindelwald and then at the beginning of the movie they say grindelwald and then it just suddenly switches and you're like what yeah and yeah at first i was like that was kind of stupid and weird but then i mentioned it to chance and dane and we were like oh wait okay the movie starts off in america i guess yeah we just don't give a shit about pronouncing anything properly yeah cool um so anyway, so there's this other guy that when Grindelwald is still in the cell, there's this guy that like peeps in and he's all like, I thought, I remember Abernathy. thinking like, Abernathy's his name? Okay. Yeah, I wrote it down. Cool. <laughs> I always, I thought it was kind of weird. Like he peeked in and he was like creeping and he almost looked like happy. I was like, what in the fuck? I was like, maybe he's just really happy that he's going to Britain. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So <laughs> he gets in the carriage Ugh. with the british ministry minister i don't think he's a minister i think he's part of the ministry uh i didn't catch like the name from him compared to uh the name of the actual minister that's mentioned later yeah i'm not sure but it was someone from the british ministry so they get in the carriage they're off um 
you literally see a shot of Abernathy holding the Elder Wand. And I was like, whoa. Oh, my God. Okay. So when they're getting him into the carriage, they're like, uh, so we found his wand hidden in his stuff. And Abernathy, who, by the way, is like a ministry employee for Makuza, yeah. I'm pretty sure is what is happening. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he was in the first movie, actually. Like, I recognized him. I just okay. didn't catch his name, I guess, the first time. It was super important. Um, so he walks up to the the British ministry guy and he's like, so we found his wand hidden away and like his stuff, but he hands him a wand box and then he's like, and this, and he hands him like this weird fucking necklace thing. Yeah. And they'll just kind of look at it all like, Oh, what's this? And then they put it away. And but it's also, like, a- Abernathy didn't want to give it up. Like he hesitated. Yeah. Cause, uh, Brian and president was like, and, and he was like, and this, and this. Yeah. Um, and I think it's kind of implied at the beginning that everyone sort of knows what it is because it comes out later that everyone kind of knows what it is when they look at it which is sort of weird but whatever <laughs> um so then yeah oh my god i thought chance was going to crap his pants when the uh the carriage left because that's the uh, empire state building yeah that they're in i don't know i'm pretty it's sure just it's a tall building i'm pretty sure it's the empire state building. well the empire state building is like the tallest isn't it okay or is it the rockefeller i'm gonna sound really fucking dumb right now but i thought the Mm, it could have been the empire never mind i'm pretty sure the empire state is whatever neither of us have been to the new york friends it's a <laughs> pipe dream literally i was gonna, like, I'm gonna sound really dumb but i was like i don't want them it's fine i don't know whatever they fly out it's of the top of a building. very very tall building in new york and like they immediately just shoot straight down like towards the ground and chance is terrified as hell of heights so he like was like <gasps> and like it was a really cool shot but then so they like fly off and then yeah it goes back to abernathy and he holds up the elder wand and you're like uh well, and what i thought was cool though he didn't even hold it up he was just like he brought it from his robes and well not his not his robes his suit and like put it down yeah and was just like holding it and you could see it and i was like oh okay Ooh. he has it so i was like something snicky snicky i was like something's fishy because grindelwald should have the mm-hmm. elder wand and also so. like shouldn't that have been in the wand box that he just handed over that's what i mean <laughs> i don't know if everyone knows that grindelwald should have the elder wand right now but that's he should uh, <laughs> like, later on when he had wand. it later on when he had it chance like turned to me and he was like oh he has the elder wand and i was like yeah and he's like oh i didn't know he had it yet and i was like yeah i kind of knew that going into it so you see abernathy with the elder wand and then you see him apparate to literally like he hangs on to the bottom of the carriage like as it's mm-hmm. going in the air and you're like my first reaction anyways was like why wouldn't he just get in the fucking carriage if yeah. he wanted to go i was Wreck like shit okay um <sighs> i don't know what to say first so it comes back into the carriage and i think they're pretty much just like ha ha grindelwald like we got you fool. i was gonna say there's some kind of conversation but i can't really remember i think they're just is. like bragging at grindelwald and yeah he's, he grindelwald has had this like weird like dopey just blank look on his face this yeah. whole time like they dragged him out of the ministry like no fight nothing and then like out of nowhere he just like i don't even know the face just... oh no he he starts smiling and his face starts bubbling oh yeah and you can tell that he's been Paula juice and yeah the moment, second he starts like, doing oh. that you're like oh it's Paula juice yeah so he changes to abernathy and ba, then ba, ba. it shoots under the carriage to show it's grindelwald under the carriage and oh my like, god oh, damn. and it's like all rainy and stormy and like just like the hair changes from the black to white and then like oh. the eyes change and i was just like <gasps> that shot also i've uh, I hate that I need to put this out there, but I feel like I need to put this out there. Uh, Johnny Depp did really well in this movie. Yeah. So 
hate us if you want, but it was really good. You know what? I actually had a conversation about this with Connor last night mm-hmm. because, again, I'm actually going to reference Binge Mode a lot because I just recently, that's another Fantastic piece pod. Like, they mm-hmm. did one about the first one. So there's a couple points that they brought up that I wanted to, like, counter. But the one thing that Mallory brought up, the girl was like, you know, it really sucks that Johnny Depp was in, like, five seconds of the first one and they didn't recast him for the second one. Like, it sucks, but, like, it is what it is. Because they they all really loved Colin Farrell in the movie, Mm -hmm. which, to be fair, he was amazing. I'm not saying he wasn't. But in my opinion, like, Colin Farrell was already discounted as someone that was, like, either dead or missing. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's no way he could just randomly be Grindelwald now. No. Um, And I'm a kind of person that is, like, I understand that we shouldn't be rewarding people for bad things. I understand that. Coolly. <laughs> but here we go. We need to get in this conversation. Yeah. I Literally, as you we were watching the movie yesterday, I was like, oh, no, we're totally going to have to at yeah. least touch on this. So it's just, like, the fact that if someone does something bad, it's not like I'm going to like who they are as a person or, like, really want to meet them anymore but I'm still going to respect the talents that they have. Mm-hmm. And my problem is that if they had shown Johnny Depp in the first one, I personally love Johnny Depp. And this was all before the accusations came out. Mm-hmm. So I personally love Johnny Depp and I was stoked for him to be. I was like, so Grindelwald. pumped. If, excuse me, if they had changed him in the next movie, I personally would have been pissed. Mostly because... It just wouldn't have made sense for the story. Well, and now Grindelwald already has an image. And, mm-hmm. like, you can't really just change that And they now. did so well with it. And, like, you can tell that they put a lot into that first reveal in the first movie. Yeah. And it's just, like, I'm not saying that... I'm not... I, I just personally don't think just because you don't necessarily fire an actor doesn't mean that you're supporting, like, them and you're saying that they're innocent and whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. they were the right person for the job, clearly. Like... I don't know. It's hard to explain. Like, and I, I don't want to get like hate for this or like whatever. I mean, tell me what you think if you want. I'm glad yeah. to argue it. But like, I just think it's the same thing with uh, Kevin Spacey. Like he had all those accusations about like, I think he had accusations about child, mm-hmm. whatever. And it doesn't mean that all of a sudden now I don't like his past movies. Like he's still a good actor. It doesn't like, yeah. you know what I mean? But it's just, it's a, it's a difficult decision. And it's like Chris Hardwick also had accusations against him. He does the Talking Dead and he has, mm-hmm. he had his own podcast, which he hasn't come out with a new one in forever because mm. he had these accusations about sexually abusing and, ver- and um, mentally abusing his ex. And at first, AMC just totally like dropped everything that he had until pending investigation. And it kind of wow. ruined his life for a little bit. Yeah. And I'm kind of the person that's like, I feel like it should be at least, like, innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, at least investigate it first. It shouldn't be, like, guilty until proven innocent. And I think people are just so, like, afraid that people are going to boycott everything unless they do that. Yeah. And I kind of respect the, like, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I kind of expect respect them for keeping Johnny Depp in a way because it's like, we're not going to just drop you because there are accusations. Mm-hmm. I do want to point out that I haven't really looked into the accusations and if they are true or not. So if they are true, that sucks. But he did really well as Grindelwald, and, and also, I really liked him. He did amazing. And, like, our opinions of whether or not he should have been in the movie realistically wouldn't have affected it anyways. So I... And I'm not looking at the movie as, like, oh, Johnny Depp, like, was excellent. I'm looking at it like, wow, Deck Grindelwald, though. That Grindelwald. 
that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> and Johnny Depp is just an amazing character actor. So, like, mm-hmm. he wasn't Johnny Depp in the movie. He, he was Grindelwald. He became Grindelwald. And that's what I mean. Like, he just did awesome. And I don't care who hates me for saying that. He was amazing. <laughs> like, if you want to s- talk to us, we got a feedback form on our website. Fill it out. Yep. We are more than happy to have a conversation about it. For sure. Go see the movie first, too. Like, Oh, yeah. Do that. Go see the movie and then tell me he was bad. <laughs> like, I don't... Then argue your points with me. Yeah. Argue logic with me, please. Exactly. Anyways. So that's that. After that mini rant. Um, <laughs> basically, there's no way for us to explain the fight scene without giving a lot away. Yeah, no. But, like, it was just really... There was the- a big old switcheroo... But I just wanted to point out, like, the the cinematography in it was just oh, it fantastic. Was stunning. It was fantastic. Such a good scene to watch. I was fucking dying the whole time. Yeah. And then, so, he got rid of, there. Were, I think there was, like, four ministry dudes in the carriage with Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. So, he got rid of the first three. And then Abernathy was still there. And then the main dude, he kind of had, like, in this weird, like... He, like, threw him off, but, like, kept him hanging on and then just, like, let go of him. And then he fell down. It was, like, super Oh, my intense. God. And then, like, he let his wand get close to him as he was falling. And then he, like, swished it away. And I was, like, oh, my God. Literally. <laughs> like, I can't handle this. And then he stopped him, like, right before he hit the water. Literally. Grindelwald was, like, <sighs> savage. And, like. It wrecked me. He actually almost looked like. Like, he. He reminded me of. Belat- he reminded me of Bellatrix in a way. Don't. Don't. <laughs> you just did it. No, I didn't. You I, did. I saved it. Come on. What are the odds of it happening again? So you know how your friends have these weird little quirks that you love about them, but you also like to point out a lot? Morgan really likes Harry Potter and, like, is much more well-read into it than I am. And I don't know at what point in our friendship I found this out, but at one point or another, she said... Bellatrix's name as such and I have not let her forget about it it's one of those words where you read and you hear it in your head as you read it and you just assume that's how it's said and then that's how it happened no one corrected me ever until this bitch hey (laughs) that's what friends are for but anyways she almost said it there and I've been waiting to call her out on it and so far I have sustained but I could not I also hate you because I was gonna cut that out and now nah, I can't <laughs> I not anymore hate you <laughs> anyway um he reminds me of Bellatrix in a way cool because he because Voldemort was just like kill 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 whatever I need to get to where I need to go and like you're just in my way so bye Bellatrix was very like, I'm going to play with play my food the game. before yeah. I eat it. This is really fun to me and I enjoy the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. And that is Grindelwald. And it's a little terrifying. A little bit. I love it. And like, <laughs> he's smart. Like He's so smart. Like, why do you think Dumbledore loved him? Oh, <laughs> like, oh, Dumb- oh my Dumbledore God. don't love no fool. <laughs> I mean, he a fool in other ways. The look like, in Jude Law's eyes every time someone mentioned Grindelwald. Like, to have Jude Law think about me and look like that would just be something. Dumbledore steamy in this movie. Mm. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> how it even got into him in the movie. Oh my god, his introduction in this movie is hilarious, though. I know. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. So it- the fight scene happens. Grindelwald gets away, obviously. So then uh, they keep the carriage going because they still. Oh, um, the ministry guy lives also. Yeah. Like so he just gets dropped in the water. Yeah. So I think that was obviously intentional on Grindelwald's part. So then it pans to Grindelwald and Abernathy, and Abernathy's kind of just chilling there, and Grindelwald's like, you did a good job. He then restores his tongue. 
So they cut out Abernathy's tongue, not Grindelwald, because clearly they've been switching off the whole time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He literally restored his tongue after that. that. And then he was like, oh, shit, cool, thanks. (laughs) Didn't catch that. I might have been... Writing down. Yeah, I was going to say, I might have looked down to write something. Oh, you know what? It was Antonio. No, because... (gasps) I forgot about (laughs) him. (laughs) So in the jail cell... (laughs) forgot about um, <laughs> there's this like weird little lizard fuck with like um oh what's it called the mouth guard thing oh fuck the mouth guard it's like something you put on dogs so they can't like oh, muzzle muzzle thank you i was like <laughs> what what is happening the yeah. mouth guard so thing. like he's got a muzzle on and stuff when they're in the jail cell and then when they're in the carriage like he gets out after um Grindelwald transforms back into Abernathy. I'm assuming like he just tagged along or whatever, but he doesn't have the muzzle on anymore, and he like attacks the the ministry guy. And when Grindelwald gets to the carriage after, before he throws the ministry guy out, he's just like looking at him, and he's like, "Oh, Antonio, like you're so sweet." I was like, "Oh, his name's Antonio," and I literally went down to write down Antonio, so I remembered the name. And then like Antonio just makes like the sweetest face at Grindelwald, just like, "I love you, master," like you're my papa and then he's just like you're so needy and just whips him out the door of the carriage and i was like antonio no literally it was actually fucking hilarious <laughs> but like <laughs> holy shit Grindelwald. oh my god <laughs> so after antonio's death well actually no that was in the middle so anyway after the fight scene mm. um oh wait were you gonna talk about that bug dying thing or oh well so at first i was thinking maybe uh, Grindelwald had placed that charm around Abernathy so that no one could, like, get close to him? Oh, question mark, that's question a mark. good idea. Yeah. That was kind of my thought behind it. Okay, fair. Like, to keep him safe, because it was invisible until you got close enough. Okay, literally. I was just kind of like... Oh. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know if you guys will even hear that, but it's hailing right now. Literally, so. I, like, heard the noise, and I was like, what is that yeah, if you guys hear some pitter-pattering, it's just hail because Canada. I was going to say, casual Canada in mm-hmm. November, you know? What is? Whatever. Um, so, actually, no, that is, I didn't even think about that. Literally, after, I'm like, why even have that bug down? When it was I happening, even... I was like, I don't understand what this is about. And then he changed, and I was like, mm, okay. I was thinking either it was, like, something put in place to stop the guards from getting close to him. Um, but then I was like, well, if it's something put in place by the guards, wouldn't they be able to disable it? But then I was like, oh, wait, because Abernathy, bracket, Grindelwald, was the one that was creeping through the door in the beginning. So I'm thinking maybe he put it there so that people couldn't, like, interact with Abernathy too Yeah, much. no, that's actually, that makes sense. Because that's the only reason why I could see that being there. Because otherwise it's just like, why even show that? I also really like to think about the fact that, so obviously they cut out Abernathy's tongue when he was polyjuiced. Yeah. So that means that not only has Abernathy been posing as Grindelwald for a while, I'm assuming Abernathy then was, like, a guard of his ahead of time, and he, like, talked him into it or whatever. For sure. <clears throat> and that means that they had to switch, and, like, so Abernathy's just been actually living as the Grindelwald prisoner, like, with no tongue for however long, just, like, trying to plan this escape. And, That's like, what I mean. Like, the followers for Grindelwald are, like... Intense. Crazy. Like... It's pretty nuts. I don't know. Um, oh, there's a lot of real world parallels in this movie. <laughs> right? It's a little stressful. I know. Um, one thing I also wanted to say <clears throat> about the Elder Wand. Ugh. So Binge Mode brought this up in their Fantastic Beast pod where they were talking about how 
So do you remember in our Fantastic Beast pod, I remember ah! saying this, that um, Tina and Newt at the end, uh, with, before, right before the Grindelwald reveal, like, mm-hmm. they took um, they took stuff from Grindelwald. Like, they used their wand and took stuff. And I yeah. thought it was the <clears throat> Polyjuice, like, thing that he was using, mm-hmm. and that's why he transformed right away. Oh, so was it the wand? That's what the binge mode people say, and to be honest, I might trust them a little more than me, because they actually have a producer and, like, go through the notes and fact check, and we literally just watch it and hope for the best. So, I might trust them a little bit more, but that's what they were saying. There's kind of a plot hole in the fact that if Tina did take his wand, doesn't that make her the true owner of the Elder Wand? Just like Harry took Draco's wand and became the true owner. Like, you don't have to kill to get the Elder Wand. Well, the thing is, though, was he was Oh, he was using Graves' wand. So I'm assuming he had a different wand and not the Elder Wand. That's totally fair. I would hope that Grindelwald's smart enough to not carry the Elder Wand on him when he's posing as someone else. Um, I low-key kind of want to YouTube the scene quickly so I can watch it. I mean, that's cool. Cool. Just while you do that, I might just say, yeah. um, maybe Binge Mode was just talking about, like, m- like if he's using Graves' wand, maybe, like, because wand lore is really complicated. Mm-hmm. and Especially with the Elder Wands. And even, like, specialty in wand lore. Like, Ollivander is just like, bro, it's so unpredictable. I don't know. Yeah. I can tell you what All I think. like, IDK, they just kind of do what they want, yeah. and I try and, like, conduit for them. <laughs> I can tell you what I think and what I think they're thinking, but who knows. So maybe they were just thinking if he's using... <clears throat> Using Graves' wand, that's kind of his, but like I don't know. I definitely didn't think they took the Elder Wand, but they mentioned it, so I thought I'd yeah bring that up. I didn't know if that was a plot hole, but well, I was curious about it too because we totally did talk about it. Yeah, there's just an ad playing right now. Can I see it too? He's not using the Elder Wand. No. God, look at that face. I know. So yeah, they tie him up. What is she I take? think it's his wand. Okay. That's I definitely what it thought looks it was like. It's kind of hard to see. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe that's not a plot hole, but I think it was a good point to bring up. Like, does it mean that she is the true owner? But clearly seeing the new movie, no. He definitely has position of the Elder Wand, and it's, it's, I think it's his. I don't think. Now, though, I'm just curious as to where, I mean, I guess if Grindelwald was masquerading as Abernathy, he could have left at any point to, like, go get it from where he had hidden it or whatever. Yeah. Hmm. So after that, three months have passed. Yeah. And so then, it then shoots to Newt, and it's just like three months later. Yeah. So Newt is now in the Ministry of Magic, and he's waiting to see if he can travel internationally again because he's been banned from mm-hmm. traveling internationally for kind of causing a ruckus in New York. You know, maybe. Who knows? Just a bit. Yeah. Um,. But so he's waiting and Lena Lestrange comes in and I was like, dude, we didn't have to wait long for her at all. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. He just comes in and she's like, or she comes in and he's like, Lita. And everyone in the theater is like, <gasps> yeah. oh, <laughs> it's her. Damn. Yeah. Um, and what I thought was really cool was 
So we were talking about it this morning before we started recording, actually. So Newt is kind of his character. It's been it's been talked about that he has autism or is at mm-hmm. least in the spectrum, the spectrum yeah. of having autism. And you can definitely pick it up more in the second one. Um, but, I mean, even in the first one where you see it's like he's more... Um, he's more responsive to animals and like he doesn't really like human mm-hmm. contact and stuff but in the second one it's very apparent and i think i it's feel m- like after the events of new york he's kind of and i think it's more like he's just more stressed out in general mm-hmm. in this movie there's a lot going on <laughs> poor boy <laughs> poor baby Aww. um but i really like how they kind of show from newt's perspective like because he doesn't really like eye yeah. contact too much but in certain characters like Lita specifically, he'll like they look kept at her, really focusing on her face, really focusing on her face, and it was almost like a glow to her face. And yeah, it's just like this is really cool shooting. Yeah. like it was really awesome. And they did it too. They brought it back in the flashback scene yeah. when he was talking to her in the flashback scene, and it went like straight on to her face. And I was like, oh, that's so cool that they brought that back. I know. And oh, the cinematography in this is fucking amazing. Yeah, just the little things say a lot. Oh, um, so good. So yeah, Lita was uh, Lita was there, but. Newt was like, literally, why are you here? I don't understand. And she's like, well, I, I don't know his brother's name. Theseus. Theseus. I, always, I didn't even need to write it down because I was like, the fuck kind of name is that? They always call him like Sis or something. No, and they definitely usually say Theseus. They just say it real quick. Oh, it always sounds like it starts with an S, so I always get confused. They're like, Theseus. Anyway. <laughs> um, so yeah, Theseus, whatever. She was like, yeah, he wanted me to join the ministry family. And he was like, oh, yeah, that sounds like my brother. Yeah, all that right. sounds all right. Yeah. So she, she was like, yeah, they thought it would be better if I came and got you. So he goes in for his meeting. Before he goes in, though, his brother's like, hey, just want you to keep in mind, like, keep an open mind and, like, maybe be less like yourself in there. Uh, <laughs> and Newt was like, all right. All right. Well, that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> So they go in, they basically say that the only way he's going to get to travel internationally again. Oh, wait, actually, they say, why do you, um, why are you here? Or, like, why do you want to get the international ban lifted? And he's like, I like to travel internationally. Literally, that's all he <laughs> says. And I was like, yes, dude. Uh, he's just so, like, straightforward. I love it. I know. Like, there's no beating around the bush with that kid. They're no. like, why do you want to travel internationally? I like traveling tra- internationally? internationally. I don't know. <laughs> literally, his face is like, I because i want to like i don't know why do i need a reason i just like traveling the world question mark like god whatever Um, if i was a wizard i would too are you kidding me not paying for plane tickets that's the one thing that stops me from traveling i'd be in europe like every weekend you bet so they basically tell him the only way that he's Mm. getting this ban lifted is if he goes agrees to find credence because they know grindelwald is going to find credence but not not only i was just about to say it okay not only find him but kill him oh no i was gonna say it's not just that they want him to like become a full-on or too. they were like you have to join your brother's department also also like as much as you don't want to be an or and we know you don't want to be an or we're also gonna send you after credence yeah so and that's the other thing, too. He just does not want to be an aura. That's like, well, we'll get to it later. But yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a whole thing. Yeah. So he just doesn't want to be it. But also, like, he's definitely not someone that's going to find and kill someone, no. like, ever. He might find Credence because he wants to help him. But, but he's going to, he... like, release him back into his happy home. Yeah. <laughs> and he won't, like, he'll help him. But, like, he won't ever release him back to the ministry. Like, what the fuck? No. Um, so he basically just right away says no. And you can see his brother, like, damn it, Newt. Like, I told you to be open-minded. Um... And then this really creepy guy comes oh out God. from the shadows and he's like, 
I'm here to do what you can't do. You're too soft. And he said that, and I was like, too soft. Like, what? Like, are you... sorry, I don't want to randomly murder a person for something that's literally not their fault. But, but also, okay. like, I haven't heard someone call someone soft in, like, eight years. I was, like, dude literally seemed like he was from some, like, I don't know, 90s, like, army movie. It was weird. <laughs> I know. It was really weird. Um, He seems so out of place. But, yeah. So, Newt said no, and they were like, hey, have fun not traveling ever again. And he was like, fine, whatever. Okay, bye. So after he leaves the ministry, uh, like, he just kind of, like, storms out of the room and his brother chases after him. And he's just like, dude, come on. Like, they're they're giving you an option. Like, just take it. And he's like, no, like, I don't want to hunt down credence. That's not who I am. I'm not picking sides. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. And that's, like, a big thing in this movie is Newt's like, I'm not picking sides. I'm not picking sides. I'm not picking sides. Like, And basically his brother's like, by you not fighting, you're picking sides. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it's going to come to a point where everyone has to pick a side. Yeah. And by not choosing, you're choosing. Yeah. So then he's like, no, like, I'm leaving, whatever. And he's like, fine, like, at least give me a hug. And then when he hugs him, he's like, he whispers in their ear that they're watching him, the ministry. Yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Before he leaves, though, I just wanted to point out, so I really, I was kind of talking to Connor a little bit about it last night. Mm -hmm. I just said the statement, but I'm going to get into it more now. I don't know the history exactly between his brother and him, but I almost feel like Newt may be a little dramatic about whatever is going on because he kind of acts like he, like, hates his brother and he's, like, this big douchebag. But, like, every time you see him, he's, like, basically trying to protect Newt and, like, Mm -hmm. make sure he's okay and, like, he might not understand, like, what he wants to do and, like, you know what I mean? Because, like, Newt's like looking after creatures and like always on the run and like his brother doesn't understand that he's the mm-hmm. head of an order department a careerist whatever yeah he like calls them. he may not understand that and that might frustrate mm-hmm. Newt, but it doesn't seem like he's a douche like it seems like he genuinely loves his brother uh i'm honestly like 90 percent sure most of it has to do with lita yeah because they were definitely like boning for each other in school yeah and i don't know what happened that she didn't end up with newt and then she ended up with theseus instead but it seems like he's pretty salty about that and mostly just doesn't want to spend time with the two of them together i know i just i almost felt like it was i mean i guess that is a good point but i just felt like he was being super dramatic even like talking to tina he's like i hate my brother and like i just think he doesn't know how to handle his emotions like he's like i just won't like in that teaser scene they showed with like the suitcases and stuff and Mm -hmm. it was like yeah like my brother tries to kill me or whatever i was like i feel like that's dramatic yeah like he definitely does not try and do that like that's trying to get you to fucking calm your shit man yeah like that's one of my other nitpicks that i didn't really love about the movie like i kind of wish that was like brought down a notch because it was like or like maybe we could just get a little more story into that to find out why that's a thing like you know what if you want to go that direction fine but like give me the details so i I need to know i'm hoping that like after the events of this movie they seem maybe a bit closer Mm -hmm. uh i guess we'll get into that after yeah but they already do hopefully we get a bit more of that in the next movie yeah so he leaves the ministry um (laughs) so he leaves the ministry and like he's trying to he's like you can tell that there's someone following him and so he like dips around the corner and then casts a spell to like blow specifically just him down the street with like a really strong gust of wind and it's a really (laughs) funny fucking shot and then he turns back around and there's just this glove like floating in the air, like this nice leather glove. And it just like waves at him and then turns and like points to like a clock tower or something. And then like you see a man in the distance yeah, on the clock just tower. Just hanging out yeah. on the clock tower. And Newt just kind of like rolls his eyes and then the glove like turns back and like offers him the hand kind of thing. And then he grabs it and it apparates him over. And a fucking Dumbledore. Fuck yeah, Dumbledore. The note that I wrote about Dumbledore is like, oh, so he's always been a little shit. 
Oh, yeah, always. <laughs> always. Always been a little shitbag. It also is actually amazing seeing Dumbledore outside of Hogwarts, too. I love it. Because you never see Dumbledore outside of Hogwarts unless it was the cave scene in Half-Blood Where he was Prince. fucking dying. Literally. like you And, like, he was pretty badass in the cave. But I just mean, like, just seeing him, like, out and about randomly, like, just talking to Newt. Like, it was yeah. just... It was precious, so cute. And it was amazing, too. Like, just seeing... One thing that I'm probably going to talk about a lot throughout this whole thing is they just brought magic to a whole new level in this. And I think it's because in the Harry Potter series, you're watching students learn how to do ma- magic. And, like, it's cool, but, like, they're not really, like... I don't know. They're not really, like, experts or anything. But, like, you see a lot in this movie how, like, even just, like, that glove coming over and apparating him over, like... That's not something that we would have seen in Harry Potter. I would have never thought that was even a thing. No. Really. Literally, like... I saw the glove, uh, the glove and I was like, that's fucking sketchy. And Newt was like, oh my god, it's Dumbledore. And I was like, <laughs> okay, so this has clearly happened before. Like, yeah. I love that this is a thing that he just does. Yeah. And, like, even when they casted Lumos later <clears throat> on and the, the bulb of light just kind of, like, they told the bulb of light where to go and it followed yeah. them. Like, I never thought that was a thing either. They just pulled like... out a lot of spells and then just put, like, additions on top of them and, like, complications and stuff that you never yeah would have even thought of and you're just like holy shit and at first i was just like man like i wonder why they never really went into this in harry potter and i think it was because we're always following students first Mm -hmm. of all and then i was thinking they kind of went into it a little bit with the aurors in the fifth one but like there you don't get many you don't get much screen time with them so i just thought that was really cool the magic was just to a whole new level and like it's really cool just how casually and like fluidly they all do it like when when it's all the students they're like very articulate about like making sure it's done but like The adults are all very like, throw a spell out here, throw a spell out here. And like yeah. half the time it's wordless magic too. They mm-hmm. just do it. Yeah. Like a lot of their fight scenes and stuff are wordless. So. It's really cool. Oh, I have a comment about that later on that is in reference to a specific scene with Grindelwald. Okay. So I want to get to that because like, oh, I gave me shivers. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Dumbledore basically says to Newt, like, Help. we, <laughs> like, I need you. Like, I know Credence is in Paris. I need you to go and find him. And he was like... I mean, I can't really travel internationally or else I'm going to go to Azkaban. So, like, sorry, bro. And he Ugh. was like, okay, well, I literally can't do it. And you're the only one to do it. And it's funny because he was going to say no again. And he's like, you know what I like about you, Newt? And he was like, oh, God, here we go. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Dumbledore talking me into doing shit I don't want to fucking do. Yeah. He was literally just like, you know, you don't think about. I like... wrote it down. Okay, <laughs> here you go. Uh, I didn't write the whole thing down but because he got kind of wordy with it. But it was essentially... Uh, you do not look for power or popularity. You simply ask what is right. And then once you figure out what is right, you do, you achieve that at whatever the cost. Yeah. And literally Newt was just like, I mean, you're not wrong, but. (laughs) Yeah. Literally he was like, I really want to help you, but I can't go to Azkaban. Like I just can't. And he was like, you know what? If I was you, I'd probably say no too. It's cool. And right before, sorry, right before that conversation we did miss, he gave him like a little card and he was like, this will point you to a safe house in Paris if you should need it. And he's like, why would I need a safe house? He's like, oh, just yeah, in you case. Know. Just in case shit happens. You, you never, never know. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, after he said, he's like, you know what? Fine. You know, I would say no if I were you too. So he starts to walk away and then Newt's like, wait. And instead of turning back, he literally just like the card just shows up in front of Newt's hand and he's like and then the glove, the glove comes back with the well card. yeah sorry the he glove like, comes back to the card slides it in his little jacket pocket and he's just like <sighs> dumbledore yeah. and i was like oh i feel like that's like everyone's life yeah fucking dumbledore just the puppet master of yeah. everything <laughs> fucking guy yep um so then newt goes home and he goes to his little 
like apartment townhouse thing i don't know um but it's really cool because his basement is like his suitcase like it has all the habitats for like oh my the God. animals and stuff before he goes downstairs though there's a wait bunch of- i was gonna get Ooh, there okay. i was gonna get there i just wanted to say that i thought it was cool that like he basically like his his two of those suitcase worlds but like one's his basement and one's a suitcase like i, thought I like how was- the suitcase is all like just backdrops and stuff and like smaller rooms and then his basement's like this huge fucking like world yeah it's actually kind of insane that i didn't even realize he could do that and as i was thinking that like so he extended that tiny little townhouse thing into being this huge world for these creatures uh why didn't the weasley family ever just like extend their house to be bigger because they want to be close they didn't have an issue with the space i don't think they definitely did and like talked about it a lot like the thing was, Harry loved the shit out of the house. Because it was, like, the first magical house he ever saw. And he just mm-hmm. thought it was amazing, everything in it. But, like, all the kids were, like... Especially the rooms were tiny. And, like, the staircase was so narrow. They're, mm-hmm. like, this really fucking annoying. There's, like, eight of the kids. You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, this is kind of fucked. Like, we should probably have more space. But they never... They never did. And I'm, like, why? I don't... Like, are if you If guys- I had to, like, find a reason, I would say Mr. Weasley's obsession with, like, muggle stuff. So, like, he would maybe want to actually build the house out, question Maybe. Mark. I don't think Molly would let Arthur build the house, Yeah, though. no. But... <laughs> no. Um, what is a rubber duck? What is the function of a, a rubber, rubber duck? duck? Literally, Harry's like, oh. I don't... <laughs> what is the function of a rubber duck? I'm Good not even question, sure. Arthur. Yeah, damn. Damn. Arthur asking the real truth. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so before he gets downstairs, uh, you see the Niffler again, Ovs, but you see little baby Nifflers. Little baby Nifflers. There's so many Nifflers. Oh They're my God. so cute. They are so fucking cute. They're so cute. Oh my God. I love the first one, but then like, and the little baby one where he was like, the white and brown spots. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so cute. I want a Niffler so bad. Yeah, they were so cute. Ah, uh, so um, precious. But basically, just because I'm trying to summarize as much as possible. Oh, yeah, this is awful. We're barely even into it. Um, Uh. (laughs) So basically, uh, there's this girl that, like, helps him out, I guess, when he's not there. Wow. Who totally wants his dick. She's literally there for, like, a scene, and they were driving that home that she wanted to fuck him good oh so good wow literally he there's this one scene where he needs to go in this big like pooled aquarium to get this one like i don't even know what to call it oh a kelpie kelpie right a kelpie (laughs) that was so funny um so he goes in to like see that animal and like he's taking his coat off and then she's like oh you should probably take your shirt shirt off (laughs) and he's like i mean i'm gonna dry fine like a fucking wizard and literally she's just like (laughs) and it's like you just want to see him with the shirt on um, but yeah, so when he's down there, he gets out and he hears some ruckus upstairs and she's like, what was that? And he's like, I don't know, but like, you should go home. Cause like, you've been here forever. Just And like, I asked home. you 17 times already in this scene to leave. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So he goes upstairs and he's like all ready for a fight. Cause he thinks the ministry is watching him. I'm assuming. Yeah. And he goes up and it's Queenie, Queenie Jacob. Jacob. Oh my God. I'm so happy. And literally, so they're talking and Newt is just, this is the first time he's seen them since New York. So he's just elated. Like, he's like, oh my God, they're here. And Chico comes up and he goes, Newt, buddy, how you doing? And they like hug. They're so cute. And literally Newt's just like, uh, shouldn't you have been obliviated? And guys, (sighs) guess what? Guess what? Morgan was right. 
what up my theory we freaked out in the movie theater literally jacob laid it out exactly like you did he was like queenie explained it all to me (laughs) literally it's that the good memory stayed he didn't really have any bad memories that were like huge to him so he kept all the creatures and he kept queenie and he kept everyone like once he saw queenie again he just everything came back to him and then queenie just filled him in on the bad i was gonna say he literally was like queenie filled me in on the bad parts which like we're not great, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm here now. I'm here cool. now. Literally. Uh, and I just, I'm, I'm sorry. As a proud mama moment for myself. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> oh. That was good. Um, so, yeah, basically <sighs> they come to visit. And literally as soon as he sees them, he like, Nuke goes to the door and goes, Tina? And Queenie's like, oh, oh honey. It's just us. T- Tina's not here. We're not really talking also, so. There's that. <laughs> uh, because Jacob and Queenie are seeing and the whole New York not being cool with no mashes uh, <laughs> oh we'll get to uh, yeah I, I was about to freak out about that i was like no wait i can't i have it written down yes we'll oh my god i'm so happy <laughs> anyway <laughs> um so yeah she's just like he doesn't like tina doesn't want me marrying him and whatever so like if she's not gonna support me like we're not talking whatever also she'd be in a dumb bitch because she saw an article about you in a magazine that was like incorrect in saying that you were engaged to Lita Lestrange when in fact it was your brother. Well, to be fair, she didn't know that. She was just like, "So your engagement?" And he's like, "No, my excuse me." She's like, "No, my brother's engaged." And he, she was like, "Oh." <laughs> I loved it too because she was like, "Oh, oh, oh." <laughs> well, she's kind of saw that now. She's seeing someone else, and he was like, "Oh, okay, okay." Cool, which like they never really get into in the movie, which is I know. But I also low key don't give a shit about Tina, so whatever. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so, yeah, basically what ends up happening, though, so it goes from Jacob's perspective as well, where Queenie's like, let's make dinner. And he's like, yes, make me dinner. Yes. And he's like sitting down to eat and everything's all like pink and hazy, like from his perspective. And like Tina starts like cutting his, or not Tina, fuck. Queenie starts like cutting his food for him. And I was and like, he's just like all dopey and shit. And you're like, what the fuck? When, when Queenie started cutting the carrots for him, I was like, is he like two? Like, what is going yeah. on? I don't. And literally, like, Newt's, like, watching them, and he thinks in his head, like, Queenie, did you, like, confund him? You have him charmed, don't you? And she's like, no, absolutely not. And he's like, don't read my thoughts, Queenie, you fucking bitch. And, and then, then in his head, he's like, but you definitely charmed him, though. <laughs> I love that. Like, don't read my thoughts, but also. <laughs> I know you're still reading them, and you definitely charmed him. And then she's like, what an accusation. And then literally he's like, well, fine, I'll just reveal him. And she's like, no. And he's like, bro, you totally charmed him. And she's like, whatever, like, we're getting married. Just leave us alone. Like, I want to be happy. And he's like, hey, I'll just let the charm. And if he still wants to get married, everything's cool. Just make sure we have his consent. Like, damn. Consent is important, (laughs) ma'am. Newt looking out. And she's like, fuck, he's right. Fine. Um, So reveals the charm. Jacob kind of wakes up and is like, where are we? (laughs) Holy shit, Newt. Hey. And he's like. Hey, uh, congratulations on your engagement. And he's like, engagement. And, and then he's like, Queenie, did you charm me? <laughs> Newt literally like put his hands up like, Queenie, what did I tell you? What did like, I tell Bitch. <laughs> yeah. So Queenie is already like getting her shit together and running out the yeah, door. Yeah, like, peace. Yeah. And oh my God. So this is like one of my favorite Jacob lines ever. Ugh. So he's coming out and he's like, Newt, good to see you. By the way, where am where I? Where am I? And he's like, Paris. And he's like, Oh, no, no, sorry, London. London. He's like, I've always wanted, wanted to, to go, go here. here. And he's like running out the door after Queenie. <laughs> he's so mad. I've always wanted to go here. Yeah, he's so mad because he can't remember being here. That made me laugh so hard. So yeah, he runs after Queenie and he's like, 
honey, like, what the hell? Like, when were you going to wake me up once we were married and had five kids? Like, damn, like, what what the hell? And she's like, you just don't want to marry me. And he's like, I want to marry you, but you can literally go to jail if we get yeah, married. Like, like, I don't want you getting arrested. Like, he's like, I cannot have you in jail. Like, yeah. I need you here. And, like, Queenie's being so thick-headed about it. I love my Queenie, but this was not a good look for our girl. <sighs> she, this is a tough Queenie movie. I honestly can't. Thinking about Queenie makes me real emotional. I know. It just uh, sucks. So anyway. We'll get there. <laughs> basically, all she wants is to marry him and have a family, like, normal reaction to being in love mm-hmm. with someone. And he's like, you know, like, we can still have a life together. We just literally can't get married. <laughs> like, that's the only thing. Like, I'll still be with you. We just can't legally get married. Yeah. Like. And then, well, and to be fair, though, Queenie was putting up a good point. She's like, if we move here, like, we could get married and do whatever. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. let's just move here. And Jacob's like, uh, I think, I forgot. I don't remember what his argument to that was. Because that's literally what I was thinking, too. I was like, why don't they just move somewhere well, where my thought was maybe like his bakery was at home so like maybe he just wanted time to like move everything oh, over or... i also think he might have mentioned something about tina he was oh, like right. i don't want to like separate you and tina or something yeah like your whole life is over there and she's yeah. like i don't care and then it was just she said like you're unreasonable or something like that like i don't remember what she said but then he was like well if i'm this then you're just and he stopped and she was he, like like stumbled over his words yeah Ugh. and she was just like crazy is that what you were gonna say and he's like I didn't say it. She's like, no, but you thought it. And then he was like, I didn't mean it. And she was like, yeah, you did. And then she pieces out. And he's just like, no. He's so sad. It broke my heart. He's like, I didn't say anything. No, like, he, he he just kept saying, like, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. It made me so sad. Well, especially because when you're in a fight and you're heated like that, like, you're just... And to yeah. be fair, Queenie was, like, looking crazy. Like, yeah. she was looking like... She was going pretty bananas. Like a bitch on a mission, man. Like, <laughs> she was... Uh, anyway. And then it immediately starts pouring rain. Yeah. Of course. So, oh, and then she also mentioned before she left, like, I'm going to go see my sister. Yeah. And it's mentioned that uh, her sister is in Paris. No. Like, oh, right after that yet. scene, Sorry. finds the postcard. The postcard that was ripped up from Tina yeah. that she's in Paris. Um, so Jacob goes back to Newt's place and I love Jacob because he literally just went down to the basement and like all the creatures are around and he just doesn't even give a fuck. There's like this big bird in a window that he passes and he's, oh like, my God. <laughs> he hoots at him and Jacob's like, I got my own problems. He just like turns around and looks at him and they just look at each other for a second. And he's just like, I got my own problems. Like I'm not, I'm not <laughs> dealing with this right now. <laughs> yeah. And then Newt is looking after the Kelpie, I think still. And, uh, Jacob walks up and sees a suitcase, and in the suitcase he has a little uh, cut-out newspaper clipping oh. of Tina becoming an Auror, and Jacob's looking like, my man. My man. Um, my but- boy's still in love. Right. Oh. Um, but anyways, he's like, yeah, Newt, it's great to see you, but, like, Queenie peace, so, like, we need to we need to find her. She said, he said, uh, she said that she's gonna go find um, Tina, and Tina's in Paris, and he's like, oh, well, I mean, we have shit to do in Paris anyway. So uh, oh, like, hey, <laughs> three birds, one stone, question let's, mark? Let's fucking go, man. All the birds. Yep. Uh, so they end up deciding to go to Paris. <laughs> anyway. Illegally. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so they get there. Um, I'm trying to think what happens very next. Well, Tina. We it see cuts Tina, to Tina getting Tina to Paris first. first. Yeah. And oh, my God. Okay. So they're in, like, this, uh, like, town square or something in Paris. And there's this fucking statue there. And the statue is, like, some, I don't know, Greek goddess woman, whatever. And, like, her dress is, like, draping over the, like, the big pedestal that she's sitting on. And then the way that they get into the wizarding side of Paris, rather than, you know, Diagon Alley in, like, 
a back alley somewhere, like a little inconspicuously, literally just in the middle of the square, this like statue moves and like lifts her dress to the side <laughs> seductively and you just like duck in behind her. <laughs> creep into her dress and now you're in wizarding paris yeah it's Congrats. fucking hilarious yeah super funny um so she finds a circus that credence is at and nagini oh nagini god uh, did we look up what the word was for I'll what she it right is because it's a really cool word it's like megal i know it starts with an m yeah i don't remember exactly what it was um but pretty much we learned the backstory of nagini which is that she has a blood curse and i feel like a maledictus maledictus a cursed witch who turned into an animal because of a blood curse now i can't remember if it's ever mentioned in the series that that's what nagini is but i feel like at some point in the series a maledictus has been talked about so i but i don't remember who or why was was it maybe just like a class or something I don't remember Maledictus ever being brought up in the Harry Potter series. It's possible, but I don't remember. I don't remember the word exactly. I just remember them talking about, like, being blood-cursed and eventually, like, you turn into an animal and you can't turn back. I don't really remember that. What I can say is um, Nagini, they always made sure to reference her as a her. Mm -hmm. Like, it was never like, that's the snake. I mean, sometimes they did when they were pissed, but mostly it was just, like, her. Like, her, her, her. Especially Voldemort was very adamant, like, she. And it's, like... It's almost like preluding to like she's not just a snake; it's a woman. Oh my god! You know what I mean? Like it's looking back at it now, it's like it's so obvious. Huh. <laughs> like and seeing that trailer for the first time, holy shit! When like she's transforming into the snake, and it's like, whoa, that's kind of cool. And then she's like Nagini, and it's like, what? What? Yeah, I freaked out. Anyway, <laughs> we're getting a little crazy. So Credence goes over to Nagini before the show starts and he's all like, we escaped tonight. And she's like, oh man, I want to bang you so hard. And like, I'm so emotionally broken, <laughs> but you like my savior. Yeah, so, that, that's totally what she said. <laughs> whatever. She just, she just wants to get out. So, uh, yeah, they start the show and she transforms into the snake. And then she like, I don't understand how those bars are supposed to stop her from getting anywhere. She's a snake. She can definitely fit through those bars. To be fair, she's like thick as fuck. Yeah, but she snaps at him through the bar. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying it should hold her, but I just mean, like... She she definitely could have slithered away in the middle of the night. Yeah, 100%. But I think, like... I don't know. I think they were just waiting for the right time. Yeah, whatever. Especially because Uh, I think he thought his family was in Paris. They were probably just waiting until he was in Paris. That's true. Either way, so... They do the whole circus show thing, and then Nagini attacks the uh, circus ring guy yeah the head of the circus don't know the name of it that's a really shitty person yeah and his beard was really weird oh he was creepy as hell yeah and then uh credence releases these like little fire goblin fucks and (laughs) they just light everything on fire and it's just chaos and then uh him and nagini escape but then the wizards pack up the circus and fuck off tina's in the circus when Um, all that goes down yeah and she's one of the animals that gets away, which I really wish I remembered <gasps> what it was called, because he was the best. They said it a couple times, but it was so fast that, like, I couldn't even really catch what the name is. And also, your pen stopped working, so there was that. Fuck. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so... <clears throat> what? The last thing I wrote down before my pen died, we passed it. So, when... Oh, wait, no. Do we see them traveling to Paris before or after we see Tina in Paris? After. 
Oh, okay. So we haven't passed it yet. That's yeah. fine. <laughs> um, so yeah, there was this big, like, huge, it almost looked like a Chinese dragon cat. Like, mm-hmm. it's really majestic and awesome. But anyway, that got loose and it was this big chaos thing. Uh, but there was this other dude that was, like, Tina was kind of coming down the stands, like, towards Nagini. And this other dude was, like, on the other side doing the same thing. And, and then like, all, who's this guy? Yeah. And, like, all hell broke loose and everyone was, like, freaking out. And the circus packed up. So Tina asked the ring dude, like, like, what do you know about the dude that was with Nagini? And he was like, all I know is he's here to find his family. Everyone thinks they can just come home. And then Yeah, all my freaks think they can go back home. Yeah. And I was like, damn. <laughs> right? Um, so then Tina's just like, all right, cool. And then that other dude was behind her when she turned around and he was like, like a creep. I know. And he was just like, I think we're both here like for a reason. And she was like, yeah, but like what reason? <laughs> but like, what's your reason? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, well, I need credence. And she's like, same bro. And he's like, I think I know like where he is. Like I know like people want him dead, but like I, he's very valuable and he needs to be alive. Like and if, he's a distant if it's true because they talk about a lot how about oh my god they talk a lot about how there's rumors about who credence is because like the wizarding world knows about him and shit yeah so there's a bunch of rumors going around about who he is and he's like if the rumors are true then he's a very distant relative of mine so and like, i want to keep him alive because he's the only one left <gasps> so if i could show you like who he is if i can th- prove to you who he is yeah. like will you help me and she's like sure well no he was like if i can prove to you who he is do you think the american ministry would keep him oh alive? yeah and she's like they might yeah she was like maybe and then he's like hey let's go so then they leave and then you see newton jacob come Oh, my God. So they come across this, like, big field to this, like, random creepy <laughs> dude to get a port key. And, like, as they're walking, they're talking about Tina. And, like, it's so cute. He's just like, what do you think I should say to her? And Jacob's like, you know, I always find it best not to plan these things. Like, just say whatever comes to your mind, like, at the time. And then they're just, like, silent for a couple seconds. And he's just like, her eyes are like salamanders. And Jacob's just like, what? Don't say that. Like, Literally, what, what he's was like, that? He's like, don't say that. And then he just shakes down and he's like, please don't say that. Please don't say that. <laughs> and then he's like, just say, like, you missed her. You came to Paris all the way to see her. Just don't say the salamander thing, please. And, and like, he was like, so confused okay. as to why he can't say the salamander. He's like, what? Like, they are. I don't understand. He's like, just don't. Like, just he's don't confused. But then also when Jacob says, please don't, he's like, okay, okay, okay. Okay, like, okay. I'll listen to you. And like, mental note, will not say that. Like, yeah. they'll try my best. <laughs> so, so cute. So sweet. Oh. So, yeah, they used the port key from this tr- creepy dude. Um, and it's funny because he, <laughs> Newt's like, Jacob, are you, uh, do you get motion sickness, I think he asks? And Jacob's like, well, like, I'm not great on boats. And he's like, I, uh-huh, you'll do fine. And then they take the port key and Jacob's like, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? He's like, Newt, I did not like that port key. <laughs> I did not like that at all. What was that? <laughs> yeah. And he, it's funny because like, Jacob's like carrying around the bucket. Yeah. He like carries <laughs> it with him for a while afterwards. Yeah. And I'm like, huh. Um, so they get to Paris, they go in through the lady statue, whatever. <laughs> and so this is another one of my nitpicks, actually. Oh. So they go through the alley and I don't know if they just have a feeling that Tina was there or what it, oh, they let the Niffler out. Well, he's got this like gold dust stuff that like, they don't really explain what exactly it is or what it does but essentially it's almost like it replays the events from that night yeah but i also think that like when he like dusted it out or whatever i don't know if he was looking for something specific well he was looking he let the niffler loose to look for the different like 
footprints. Stronger gold parts. Yeah. I think he was looking to see if Tina had been there. Yeah. So he saw like the big. What happened? He saw the big. The big dragon cat thing. Yeah. And then he saw like the He was like, oh, bikini. that's a what's it fuck. And Jacob was like, what? And he's like, oh, they're Chinese. And like, they're super, super fast and incredibly powerful and can like cross New York and like no time flat. And he was just like, oh cool yeah <laughs> and then he's like, just like on the loose neat yeah and then they see credence and Nagini. he's like holy shit everyone is here and then um everybody's here yeah and then the niffler ends up finding tina's footprint and he's like tina was here great let's find her so my nitpick mm. so that spell basically showed you everything that happened that night in mm. that scene so why the fuck did they not do that for the night that James and Lily died to prove Sirius was innocent. <laughs> Are you for fucking real right now? Okay, I honestly thought you were going to be like, why didn't they just keep using it to find out, like, the other guy's motives or whatever? And you're just like, why the fuck? <laughs> like, I cannot. Um, I don't know. I guess we might have to look into, like, what exactly he used, if it's, like, a common thing. Like, my thing is fine. Maybe it might be it's from, rare. like, a plant or, like, a creature or something that he works with. And then, like, maybe, maybe it's, it's extinct not documented or something. Or, yeah, I would. My thing is, as I, because that was my thought. Like, maybe he just didn't tell anybody about it. But at the same time, it's like, well, he made a whole textbook about creatures. So, like, why wouldn't he at least? I feel like a lot of his knowledge is not captured. That's though. fair. But I just mean, like, as soon as I saw that, I just got irrationally angry. <laughs> because if anyone knows my love for Harry Potter, they know. You're like, I just want to prove Sirius was innocent. They know how much my heart bleeds for the Marauders. And uh. I just cannot understand. So that that was a big nitpick for me. I was like, how can they just throw this out here so with funny. no explanation? <laughs> God. Um, so they find out that Tina talked to the guy. They find a hat, uh, sorry, a feather, a hat that blew out of his feather. A feather that blew out of his hat and used, um, I don't recall the exact charm, but it's essentially like you have an object of the person and you can then find the person with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the feather leads them to the cafe where Tina and... The dude we're talking. That dude. He has a really weird fucking name. I don't even care I what it care. is. Yeah, and I, I only know one of his names and I can't say that yet. So. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fucking. Uh, so they find the dude with the feather and they're all like, hey, like, have you seen this girl anywhere? And he's like, nope, don't know what you're talking about. And Newt's very obviously like, okay, you definitely know what we're talking about. And so he just like turns to Jacob and he's like, oh, well, you know, like the ministry, like, you know, wants to know when their auras go missing. So I guess we'll just have to submit a missing person report. And the dude's just like, uh, what's she look like again? <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I thought that was so smart. Oh, oh, yes, actually, I do know where she is. And I was like, Newt, you clever son of a bitch. I love like, him so much. You the best. Yeah. So then he brings... And Jacob's just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so they bring Newt and Jacob, or he brings Newt and Jacob to where Tina is, and it's oh in my this God. weird, like, sewer the thing. The creepiest sewer ever! And they follow him through, like, four different rooms, and I'm like, I'm sorry. Like, obviously you don't know about the Basilisk and the Chamber of Secrets yet, but that <laughs> that was the vibe I was getting off that place. I was like, where's the snake at? Well, like, and actually, you could tell Jacob was kind of like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? But Newt was just like, Tina, 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 Tina. Like, he was just waiting. So they he literally brings him right into where Tina is, and Tina, like, gets up from her, like, corner in the wall and was like, Also, she's been there for, like, a day, and there's, like... A bunch of writing on the wall. Like, what the fuck? 
I feel like she's probably just trying to figure out like how to get out or probably. like whatever. Because yeah, they don't it's really explain it. Well, it's revealed that she was like imprisoned in there because as soon as they're in, he locks the gate and is like, "Huh, you guys can't get out now." <laughs> and they're like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Like I thought we were friends. And then he's like, "I got other shit to do." And then he like screams in agony. Drops well, hold some- on. Oh. He was like, "That other shit I gotta do is to find Credence and kill him because oh yeah, you guys totally are in my way." Uh, I need to kill him. Yeah, he's like, Bye. I'll let you guys go, but, like, I gotta go kill that guy first. Yeah, and they're just like, why are you gonna kill him? Like, we need to find him. And he's like, it's either him or me. Like, I have to kill him. So then he, yeah, screams uh. in agony and something with his eye goes all fucked Oh, my look. God. Okay, so he puts eye drops in, and then, like, as he's kind of, like, looking down, it looks like something, like, flicks out of his eye. And I immediately, Chance and I were like, ugh. And so I turned to him, and I was like, did you see that, too? Because, like, I wasn't sure if I was just being retarded. And he was like, no, I don't know what that was, but, like. I saw it. Something <laughs> happened there. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But so he ends up fainting, like, on the ground. Immediately like, after out. capturing them. So it's like, okay. Um, Picket picks the lock so they can get out. Love my picket. Love my picket. Love um, me a good old bull truckle. Oh, yeah. So, so then good. they get out and they take him uh, out into the streets. And then they end up meeting the big... Chinese, Chinese dragon cat, cat. <laughs> and Newt's like oh buddy so they have this dude unconscious on the side of the alley Jacob's watching him and then Tina and him are like trying to like wrangle this dude but it's funny all the muggles are like freaking out like running Literally. around well I don't know if it's muggles though because they're still in the wizarding oh part true of true Paris, true it probably was so it's muggles, all wizards and they're like they're running rampant just like screaming yeah. crazy and it- Newt just casually walks out in the middle of it Puts down his suitcase, opens it, and then stands there with a cat toy. Yep. And he just, like, he turns it towards it and, like, jingles it a bit. And the cat just stops and he's like, oh. And his eyes get all big like cats do. And, oh, my God, it was so cute. It was so cute. cute. So he just, like, kind of moves it a bit and gets his attention. And then he drops it in his suitcase and he just completely goes into the suitcase. Yeah, and then dives in the suitcase done. after it. And then he closes it. And all the wizards around him are like, whoa, that was really intense. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe, like, specific knowledge about these creatures would be helpful. Weird. Hmm. Uh... A couple things that I think we glossed over, I just wanted to say. So, Tina was also really standoffish with Newt because oh of that God, magazine article. So, she doesn't even call him by Newt. She just says, keep saying Mr. Scamander, which is really fucking annoying. Yeah. And he's like, Tina, Tina. And she's like, Mr. Scamander. Yeah, like, just like that. Like, a point. Like, and I'm very clearly calling you by your last name, bitch. And, like, every time she says it, you can see Newt, like, hurts. Ugh. And I'm just like, fuck you, Tina. I fuck hate you. you. <laughs> Why are you hurting my boy? Mm-hmm. Um... So then, literally right after that, they see, like, everyone's freak kind of freaking out, and there's a lot of attention to them now. So then Newt pulls out the card that Dumbledore gave him for the safe house, and he's like, guys, we gotta go. So they go to the safe house. Then it pans to Dumbledore back at the school. Before we do that, I realize that we have completely passed over the thing about magic that I wanted to talk about. At some point between there, I don't remember exactly when, it just happens at some point, um... Grindelwald and his followers, who are dressed fucking shenazzy, by the way. I would have been one of his fucking followers just for the uniform. So good. Uh, sorry, just quick thing. So dressing shenazzy, by the way. Fucking, why are all the ministry people in, like, muggle suits and not robes? Like, I don't... I think I kind of... Madam President is in a cool robe, and then everyone else is just in, like, suits. And to be fair, they're dapper suits and, like, 20s-looking suits, but they're not... I think it was more like the time i just feel like they could have done and also more, like the places they could have done more like robes 20s yeah. look instead of just suits. i don't know if the americans were that into that and like to be fair the british ministry also like wore more suits but i was gonna say really... the british ones did wear they looked like bankers when newt was did in they that wear meeting? full-on robes like in harry potter and stuff though yeah the ministry people yeah hmm 
Well, uh, I did like what they did with the uniforms at Hogwarts, making them look like yeah older. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But anyway, so uh, Grindelwald and his followers show up at this house. Right. And they literally oh just like bust into a house. They roll up with a hearse and they bust in and like. All throughout the Harry Potter series, they have made a very, very specific point of always announcing when the killing curse is done. Like, it's always been a very dramatic thing that it's being used. And it is used so fucking casually in this movie that it is mind-blowing. Like, they break into this house and literally, like, the, the husband or whatever stands up. He goes over and, like, it's panning across the windows. So, like, you're external just seeing, like, through the windows. And then, like, the, w- the wife is like, what's happening? Like, what's going on? And then it, as it pans over to the next window, literally all you see from the window is just a flash of green. And then, like, it goes to the next window and then you see the second flash of green. And you're just like, <gasps> like, they just... I remember when they pulled up with the hearse. At first, I just thought it was like a weird carriage. Yeah, thing. I was like, what is this? And then they literally loaded the bodies into Immediately, coffins. Immediately, like, just killed the people... Loaded them into coffins, put them on the hearse, drove it away. And literally, I remember thinking, like, oh, so they definitely planned to just kill whoever was in there. And then, like, I was like, what is the point in this? Like, are they people that are, like, against him or, like, whatever? And then Grindelwald just walks in, looks around the house and goes, yeah, this will do nicely. And I'm like, oh, my God. They just, he just needed a house You to literally just picked a house and, like, kill. Oh, shit. So then they're talking about, they're like, oh, yeah, all muggles, like, must go down. And Grindelwald's like, no, no, no. Like, we don't we don't say that. We're fighting for freedom. Like, you don't say that out loud. If you're ever talking about it, like, and he makes a very specific point of being like, we're always fighting for freedom. Like, equality. And the greater good. Yeah, and the greater good of the wizarding world and whatever. And I don't remember exactly what he says, but someone says something about it, like, being difficult or whatever. And he's like, the bite of burden is always going to be, like, at our heels or whatever. But, like burden is necessary essentially yeah and then he goes quiet for a second and all you hear is like this weird little like cry slash coo from another room and they all just slowly walk into another room and there's a baby in the room it's like a like like a toddler two to three year old yeah and he's just like sitting there looking at them and like obviously this is the child of the people that they just killed Mm -hmm. and you're kind of like i honestly thought that he was gonna like question mark take in the kid and like raise well, him yeah or something. because grindelwald got really weird and he like crouched down and like looked at the baby kind of like sweetly and was like he's like a cute kid basically is what yeah. his face said he's like oh, okay and then he just stands up looks at the girl and then they all walk out they literally all just girl. leave except and then as girl, the door yeah. closes they do the green flash again and i was like wow and the thing is like i mean at least they all the courtesy to just like leave the room but like i think I was thinking about that, too, how you're right. Like, it was so casual, and that usually doesn't happen in the Harry Potter series, where mm-hmm. it's usually when the killing curse is used, it's huge. Um, But I just think that Voldemort probably did a lot of that stuff behind the scenes that we didn't see. That's what, like... That was, like, so casual and stuff that we didn't get to see because we're following Harry mm-hmm. in school. You know what I mean? So it's, like, it's just kind of showing the other side of, villain, of the villain that we never got to see. I also, though, like... Anytime anyone else, I've never seen anyone use wordless magic for the killing curse. And it seemed like that's, that's what true. they were doing. To be so fair. it kind of maybe speaks to their power also. The only thing is they were killing muggles. So. Oh, that's true. You maybe don't need as much. Because they can't really defend themselves or like shield it. Yeah. So. And they definitely wouldn't have seen it coming. It's just like a swish of the wand. Yeah. So like <sighs> usually when. That's so cold. Yeah. God damn. Like, yeah. I was like shook by that scene. I was like. Yeah, it was really, like, 
okay, this is the, like it's just it. This is the time that they're living in right now. It just set the mood for the whole rest mm-hmm. of the movie. It was like, wow, okay, this is what it is. All right, strap in. We're, yeah, we're here. We're we're here. Okay. So uh, <laughs> then it goes. <laughs> then we fast forward again yeah. to oh my god, Morgan and I embarrassing the shit out of ourselves in the movie theater. <laughs> so like obviously a movie like this, people are gonna like gasp and react and whatever. And like, I don't think anyone did more than us. Don't Let's know if you've real. seen the trailer for the movie, but they make it pretty obvious that Hogwarts is in the movie at one <laughs> point or another. <laughs> and literally, so it leaves from the, the Paris, scene from yeah. Paris. And it's just like this shot of these pretty hills and you're like, oh, that's so pretty. And then just over the hills, just Hogwarts, like into view, like from afar, you see the lake, you see the big bridge. And the Harry Potter music is playing. Literally. And it's the first time that you hear like the full on Harry Potter music in the series. Because I also think that they made a point of not putting it in there. Yeah. Oh my God. We. (laughs) Megan gasped. (gasps) so loud i was like in the middle of eating or something when it happened and i was just like 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 like, so loud it was so embarrassing there was like a family in front of us and they all looked back like i don't think anybody else really reacted to it because like i said it's in the trailer so we all went into it aware that it was going to happen but it just took us so off guard well i was telling megan so beautiful i was telling megan (laughs) earlier the reason it took me so off guard is because they use the same shot as they do in the harry Uh, potter series where it's like rolling past the hills and then just comes up and i'm like oh my god it shook me to my core it was so so good so good yeah Anyway, so Hogwarts. Um, so they show... The ministry people show up at Hogwarts. Well, yeah, but they also show Dumbledore teaching, which I thought was really sweet. Oh because my we never God, get to see him heart. teaching. He's such a good teacher. So yeah, Dumbledore teaching. Oh my God. Uh, he's so cute. And he basically was like, I don't know. I don't even have to quote it. It's just go see it. It was amazing. It's precious. I can't explain it. Yeah. Um. So I felt like the biggest nerd because like... Just little Hogwarts things I was picking up. So the student he was, like, teaching, he was he said his name near the end, McLagan, um, which is a character from the Harry Potter series. Um, the one in Fantastic Beasts is, like, his probably, like, great-great-grandfather or some shit because it's the 1920s. But in the Harry Potter series in Half-Blood Prince, there's Cormac McLagan, and he's in the Slug Club meetings with Slughorn. Uh, he tried out for Keeper, and Hermione confunded him, so Ron would get Keeper, and Hermione asked him to the party to make Ron jealous. Mm-hmm. He was there. He was present in yeah. the Half-Blood Prince. Um, but he's a big doucher. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> but he's a big doucher. Yeah. Big fucking doucher. But uh, Slughorn invites him to Slug Club because he... Slug Club. <laughs> hate that because his relative mclagan was somewhat of a big deal so that's why he was at the slug club meeting because no one gets in there unless they're a big deal mm-hmm. um and that's why i thought it was interesting that dumbledore was teaching a mclagan because i'm like is that the dude that was kind of a big deal yeah. like i just thought that was really cool and then so the ministry people come in and as <sighs> the ministry people are coming in the one teacher is like you guys can't be in here and it has a mcgonagall oh, accent Literally, we freaked out. As soon as she talked, I was like, oh, McGonagall, oh my god. Because I was not expecting McGonagall to be in there. I don't know why I never, like, thought of her being an adorable little redhead. But, like, oh my god. She's amazing. She's so cute. They casted her so well. And I don't know if they, like, edited her voice or what. But she sounds like McGonagall. Well, you know what? I was actually talking to this. I didn't talk about McGonagall with 
Connor, but with Jude Law about young Dumbledore, mm. I noticed he actually changed because he's way more British in real life. He changed his accent to be like the movie Dumbledore. Yeah. Like he had more R's in there and like, like they both. It was like that sort of Scottish feel. Right. Yeah. That Dumbledore like, has. He definitely changed it to be like movie Dumbledore. And yeah, the young McGonagall was on point. Oh my God. She sounded exactly. That's what got me first. I didn't even really see her, but she was like this is a school like you can't just barge in here and i was like why does that voice sound familiar as soon as she talked i was like oh my god and then they said her name and everyone else was like oh, and i was like yeah eh. everyone else in the theater was like oh, and we were like yeah we know yeah we got there before girl um oh my god mm. so this sucks but i just remember we missed something with oh, no. dumbledore and newt's talk in the very beginning oh gosh um so this is just quickly because before we tell you what the ministry says to Dumbledore, oh. uh, Newt and Dumbledore mm. are walking down the path, and mm. then Newt's like, so yeah, Grindelwald totally asked me if, like, you sent me to New York, and I told him no, even though you did. And that just for some reason struck me so hard. I was like, so it's, like, confirmed that, like, he literally did send him there. And, well, like, and then after that, he's like, well, not that, like, or no, Dumbledore's like, no, I didn't. Like, I didn't tell you to go. And he's like, no, but you told me where to find that wild bird thing. And you knew that once I found him, I would try and bring him back to his natural habitat. And to do that, I'd have to go through New York and, like, blah, 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 blah. And it's in that moment that you're like, wow, Dumbledore's doing orchestrating shit forever. And literally, Newt is just on point with knowing. He's just like, dude, I'm on to you. I'm on to you, bitch. I know what you're doing. I'm still gonna do your shit, but, like, I'm aware of it when it's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Which is actually even better, because Harry had no idea what Dumbledore was doing, but just did it. Harry was a dumb fuck. Yeah. Newt knows, and he's like, alright, I mean, you're right, so... Fuck. (laughs) But anyway, so the Ministry hacked into his class and it was funny because Dumbledore was like well the ministry's here like class is over you guys can go and McLagan was like hey he's the best teacher we have you lay off like, you lay off and he's, he's like, like alright McLagan, get out of here yeah like, like just fuck off that's great um but yeah so basically they say like oh what what do they even tell they him? basically like accuse him oh cause they're like we know that Newt's in Paris and he's like okay and and they're like we know that you sent him and he's like how the fuck would I have done that like, right yeah I literally haven't seen him in like however long and blah 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 and they're like so oh and then they ask him cause the minister hates him they don't really go into like their history but I imagine being the minister of magic with Dumbledore around is just difficult well because <laughs> Dumbledore should be minister for magic but he just is afraid Doesn't of the power to be, yeah well is he I feel like he would he be wants good. to be oh he's God. just afraid of the power and Jude Law has such sad eyes <laughs> don't I can't. we're gonna get into it just so the problem is like He's probably butting into the ministry whenever he can, mm-hmm. and it pisses the minister off. And, like, which, breaking like, as many laws as possible. Because like, it's Dumbledore. Rules are dumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I yeah. Mean, he never breaks rules to, like, do bad things. Nah. He's like, your rules are dumb, and they're stopping me from doing the right things. So, I'm just gonna do it. Bye. Bye. Better to ask forgiveness than permission. Yep. <laughs> so, basically, the minister's like, you know, I don't like you, but, like, we kind of need your help. Like... You're the only one who can fight Grindelwald. You're his equal, so, like, just do it. And literally, he's like, I can't. I can't go against Grindelwald. And, like, oh, God. Every time someone mentions Grindelwald to him, he just looks so, so broken. And the thing is, too, it's, like, it's broken, but it's also, in a way, like, defeated. Mm -hmm. Like, he's just like, I can't. And then they're just like, what do you mean you can't? Like, Uh you don't want to fight him? And he's like, I want to, but I can't. Yeah. And then it's just like, okay, Dumbledore, whatever. Like, we really needed you to step up, but. Fine. So then he's like, okay, 
that's fine. Like, if you want to help us. And then he zaps some magical handcuffs on him. He's like, now we're going to know every single spell you cast and every single place you go. So, suck it. Peace. Bye. Yep. And then uh, they're all leaving, but Newt's brother is there. So Dumbledore stops him on the way out and he's like, hey, man, like if this. Oh, because they're talking about going to the uh, the rally. Yeah. Grindelwald's rally in Paris. And he's just like, hey, man, like, don't let that get out of hand. People are probably going to die. Like, be on your toes. Like, and he was like, he's going to tell you to, like, get in the middle of it and yeah. like act upon it. But don't like don't don't act upon it unless you absolutely have to. Yeah. And basically, his brother was kind of a douche to him. He was just like, hey, like, I don't really need your help. And he's just like, And then the minister called him and he was just like, do you trust me? Yeah. Like, you trust me, right? And Theseus was like, yeah, but like, I don't really get what you're saying. Like, I got to step in. I don't. Yeah. Whatever. Bye. And then Dumbledore was just like, fuck. If Newt was here. (laughs) (laughs) Newt would get it. Yeah. Damn Theseus. So then basically, I don't know if this happens right after this, but I just want to talk about it now because we're already talking about Dumbledore. Okay. So the Mirror of Erised. Thank you for clarifying to me how that's pronounced because I definitely always pronounce it Arised. Knew that was incorrect the whole time. Yeah, that's how I read it when I read the book. Arised. But yep. as soon as someone said it was Desire Backwards, I was like, oh, it's probably Erised. Oh, my God. <laughs> you didn't know that? No. Oh, my God. I hate... I hate Harry Potter so much. Dude. They just do random shit like that. You're just like, fuck. Yeah. No, didn't. uh... (laughs) I was already makes sense now. (laughs) But like, you know what it is, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, I know like the concept of the mirror. I just never really read much into the name because they just assign random consonants and vowels to shit. And I'm just like, I. Yep. Cool. (laughs) I will note that. (laughs) Yep. So, so the mirror of desires, <laughs> and it's funny because it's like uncovered, and it's basically still in the room that Harry found it in, mm-hmm. like in his first year. So it must have been there forever. I'm pretty sure he mentions that, like it's, well, uh, Dumbledore mentions like in Harry Potter that like it's kept there to be kept away from people, kind of deal. Except so, Dumbledore's like, got. Except his. Dumbledore <laughs> knows where it is, so they can have like weird sex dreams about Grindelwald. <laughs> Literally, so he uses it for. It. Oh he goes in God! There, uncovers the sheet, looks all sexily in the mirror. Like mm, I'm Jude Law. <laughs> I'm Jude Law. I'm, I'm Jude Law. I'm hot. And then yeah, young Grindelwald is kind of hot too. Like he's not like as hot as Jude Law, but like he's he's attractive. He's got like a real chiseled face. Yeah, man. The eyes for some reason are freakier on a young person. Yeah, they are. I think it's just because his face is skinnier. I think so. So like his like, eyes are just like bulging almost. Yeah. Like fuck. And like the pupil difference just makes it look. I think it's because yeah. like when they show the transition from young Grindelwald to old Grindelwald, the eyes don't really change. So I think they might have just like photoshopped the eyes of older Grindelwald onto the young one. Yeah. And just maybe not thought much about it. Yeah. IDK. But basically, so he sees Grindelwald in the mirror. <sighs> of Grindelwald Arisen. and him. Yeah. Ugh. And they're like doing, they like, it's funny because they, they each cut a line into their palms and With like wands, which is hilarious. Put them together and like hold hands. And it's like, literally, my first thought was like, Blood Brothers? Like, yeah, I, I was like, okay, Blood Brothers, Blood. I like got a blood pact kind of deal out of it, but I didn't yeah. realize that it was like a specific promise. I thought it was just like, yeah, we're bros. Oh, I also forget when it was mentioned, but I think even the minister probably said, like, oh, you guys were close. And he was like, you guys were basically brothers, I think he said. And he's like, no, we we're closer than brothers. And I was like, heh. <laughs> oh my god when the the ministry is in his office they like they pull up like a not a hologram but like a an apparition of young dumbledore and grindelwald like they show yeah. that's the first time you see it and they show it to him and he's just like oh my heart 
Yeah. And then he goes to the mirror and you see the rest of the scene where they okay, make the there blood you go. That's what it is. Yeah, he's like, you guys were like brothers. And he's like, we were closer than brothers. And, and I was, I was like, like, blood brothers? Hey, I was just like, dick brothers. Banging. Getting that D. Yep. That G. Um, but so actually I have another nitpick here. Mm-hmm. I've, I've felt this way since I've seen the trailer and because in the trailer you see him see Grindelwald in the mirror. It's just like a short little like you see it and it's mm. gone. Um, I hate it. Why? I hate that he sees Grindelwald because in a way it makes sense because he was kind of in his ideologies and he was like by his side for it and like obviously the no one's actually said it yet, but basically he fell in love with him and that's why he wanted to be fighting the fight with him. But then he somehow, well, somehow, with the whole mm. thing with his sister happened, which I don't want to get too much into because they didn't really get it too oh, much into it. God. Uh, but basically he had a sister that passed away. And for anyone that read the Harry Potter series, we know Grindelwald was there when it happened. But once that happened, Dumbledore just couldn't go back. And he kind of, I think he still loved him, but he kind of realized that he was wrong. But I just don't understand really why his strongest desire would be Grindelwald. Like, I just don't see Dumbledore really just... Like, Harry looks in the mirror and sees his parents because he's an orphan and really needs his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron looks in the mirror and sees him, like, top head head boy and, like, with the Quidditch World Cup and the House Cup because he needs... He feels like he's shadowed by his siblings. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see... Like, I, I would honestly think that when Dumbledore looks in the mirror, he would see him, like, master of death, like, with the hollows. Or, like, you know what I mean? Like, his... I don't I don't see his strongest desire being Grindelwald, especially at this point with his sister dead. Like, I just don't... I don't personally think it makes sense. Mm, I feel like seeing later on Dumbledore, it wouldn't have made sense. But I feel like in the point of the story where we're at now, especially just because Grindelwald is such a big thing in, like, the world... And everyone's also asking him to go against him. And I feel like just because he's thinking a lot about why he doesn't want to go against him. So I feel like it's just in that moment. I don't think it's so much that he wants Grindelwald. I think it's that he wants, like, old Grindelwald. Like, he just wants to go back to how it used to be before everything kind of happened. And I feel like that's why they show the blood pact first. Yeah. Because it's like... We were so That was when we made that pact with each other. And that's why I can't act against you now. And I also think maybe it's a desire like i wish we hadn't have done that because now that i'm literally helpless like there's yeah. nothing i can do not only to help like the world in general but i can't do anything to help grindelwald either like i can't go against him and i i think that is probably what they were trying to go for i just wish that it wasn't in the mirror that he saw that mm-hmm. like i just wish that he was somehow telling someone that or like Maybe he did, like, a pensive moment. Exactly. Like, just look through his memories and see that, and you could see him looking hurt. Like, I really just don't like how it was in the mirror. Mm -hmm. That's just me. I also think if they had maybe left it at just seeing the young them again and not then transitioning to showing current Grindelwald, especially with the short hair and everything, like, that's Grindelwald right now. I know. So I feel like maybe if they had left that out, it wouldn't have been quite as strange. Exactly. Like, I just don't think it's a thing so that was my nitpick about the 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 mirror i don't know i just thought that was really stupid but that's just me give us your thoughts <laughs> yeah but i mean i'm not gonna listen to them <laughs> well i mean they might be like well-founded oh yeah sorry i don't i don't mean to be a dick like i'll i'll read them and whatever but I, i'm just if you're just gonna like yell at us and be like Dumbledore just wants the d like give us 
actual character motivations. I just don't uh, see myself changing my mind. That's all. No, I don't think you'd change your mind, but like, still want to hear opinions. Yeah. God, where does it go from here? Um. So we shoot to Credence and Nagini. Um, they are in Paris still. <gasps> oh no. We missed the whole flashback sequence with Lita in the school. She went into the classroom. So Lita goes into the classroom. It looks like McGonagall's transfiguration classroom. And she goes to a desk and opens the desk and sees L plus N carved in, which you assume is Lita plus Newt. Um, Yo, wait. Her dress in that scene and, like, for the rest of the movie, I'm in love with it. You could definitely see her nipples. It was was awesome. Uh, Okay. We're thinking about, like, the built-in dress cape, but all right. Yeah, no, her dress was awesome, but, like, you could totally see her nipples, too. Lol. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, But, yeah, so basically she sees the desk and then goes into this, like, flashback sequence of her and Newt in school. And I actually really need to talk about this because I loved the whole sequence of how, like, the uniforms they made back then were different, but, like, really cool still. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really confused at first because, like, at first I thought, like, the bluish, the outside of the robe is, like, bluish. And at first yeah. I was like, oh, she's a Ravenclaw. That's kind of weird. And then I saw that, like, the inside of her hood had the green. And I was and like, then her oh, tie, and then the yeah. tie was green. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, she's Slytherin. And then that was during the, the, the Bogart, Bogart? I don't know. Bogart. Bo- Bogart. 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 Sure. Let's go with that. Uh, that was during that scene, and I literally, like, looked to the side, and I saw Newt, and his hood was yellow, and I was like, yes, that's right, because he's a Hufflepuff. Yeah. I also love how they put Slytherins and Hufflepuffs together. It's yeah! It's fucking awesome. Oh, my God. Uh, but another thing I was going to say, too, so uh, she's a Slytherin, and she's, like, in a corridor walking alone, and then there's, like, a bunch of people walking in another hallway you can hear, and there's two Gryffindors talking about how Bitchy Little Strange is so weird and like I hear that she stays here on holidays because like no one wants her home and blah 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 like they're just being such dicks. Yeah. So then Lita comes out from the the little passageway and like hexes her mouth off. Which, which is creepy and hilarious. Oh it's so funny and then literally she's like what the fuck and they go to chase her and she literally just like runs away. Fast fucking runner. She outruns everyone. Yeah dude. And I love how McGonagall starts chasing also and like running after her and I was like I cannot imagine God- McGonagall chasing Oh my god! This is so weird. It's so great. And then Uh, they stop eventually because she kind of dips into a corner, and everyone's still running. And they're like, "Where the fuck did she go?" And McGonagall (sighs) stops for a second, and the girl's beside her, so she gives her her mouth back, and she just starts talking like, "Oh my god, McGonagall, she did this, blah blah blah." And then she takes her mouth back. Immediately, she takes her mouth back, and she's like, "No, I'm not." And then just walks away. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, "I can't." Um, and then it shows Lita going up into this like staircase, and Newt's there, and he has like a bunch of little like fish bowls and Weird like creatures and stuff yeah in there. it's oh. so so cute um one thing i wanted to touch on was uh because i think it was the end of the year because it looked like summer and then uh, uh, yeah they, i think it was a holiday yeah so i don't know if it was summer i don't know if they let them stay there over summer because well, that wouldn't... was that was what i wanted to say because newt said i'm not leaving because like these creatures need me like he's injured and i need to take care of them mm-hmm. so like he said I'm not leaving. But my thing was the whole thing with Harry Potter in the Harry Potter series was Voldemort couldn't stay over the summer. He had to go back to the orphanage. Uh, Harry could couldn't have stayed because he had to go back to the Dursleys for the for the protection. Yeah, but, but I don't think they let students stay during the summer. No. So I'm not sure what holiday. Like maybe it was like Easter or something. I don't know if they celebrate Easter. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Easter's was, kind of a Jesus holiday. Actually, no, they do celebrate Easter because I remember in the seventh one, Ginny went home for Easter and didn't come back. 
Yes. Okay. So yeah. I would probably guess like Easter then, given like the weather. And the stuff weather. Outside. Yeah. So it must have been. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But yeah, it wasn't summer because I can't stay for summer. No. I also love how he was like, he's injured, like he needs my help. And there's all these other weird creatures in the room. And the creature that he's currently nursing back to life is a little baby raven. Like yeah. just a regular old raven bird. So cute. It's so adorable. Oh my God. Um. But yeah, like her, him and Lita, it's obviously they're like. Friends. really close friends um like their best friends and they go flash forward to a bug art uh, sequence with dumbledore and newt's bug art turns into a desk with like paperwork <laughs> on it and dumbledore's literally just like so your fear is <laughs> and then he's like working at a desk job and he was ah. just like all right we'll all fucking right. fix it yeah, like get to and, it and he says ridiculous and it turns into this big flapping bird and i was like newt you're so you're precious. so cute and Dumbledore's just like, Ayo, Newt, good job. And then Lita comes up, and she doesn't want to come up at first. And Dumbledore, like, brings her up, and he's like, it's okay. Like, nothing's going to hurt you. Like, Everyone's afraid of something. Yeah, don't worry. So then it changes into this, like, weird white sheet thing. And you I can tell so something's in the sheet. I was so fucking confused. At first, I was like, is that some weird version of an obscurial? Like, I literally I thought it was, like, an anti-obscurial. I was like, what? I don't... And, like, the whole room starts, like, glowing blue. And it was a really sick shot. But, oh, like, yeah. Everyone, I was so confused. Literally, everyone was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And, like, it doesn't show her, like, making it go away. So I'm just assuming Dumbledore, like, stepped in front of her and was yeah. like, fuck this. Um, but she's just kind of, like, alone and she doesn't want to talk about it. Like, she's like, don't ask me about it. I'm not talking about it. And he just, like, puts his hand out and then they go out into this little island on the Great Lake, which I want to know how the fuck they got there. Right? I mean, they're wizards, but whatever. Still, <laughs> they probably, depending on how young they were, they might not have known how to operate. So it's like, and they didn't look wet. So I'm like. Uh, I was assuming maybe flying. But, like, but no they one don't give broom. brooms to everyone, do they? Just the Quidditch team. And I don't think either of them were athletic, so. Well. Um. But Either yeah, way. <laughs> so they're like sitting on the island and Newt's just like talking to her about his animals and like trying to keep her mind off it. And she just looks so happy oh, and so he cute. looks happy. Oh, and this is when they bring back that shot of like directly on her face. Yeah, exactly. When they're talking and everything. So yeah. it's kind of that like pullback of like, oh, this is where it starts. This yeah. is so cute and precious. So then she comes out of the flashback and she's still sitting at the desk and Dumbledore comes in and is all like, hey, Lita, sup, girl? And she's just like, what the fuck do you want? Like, don't pretend that you ever liked me. Like, fuck off. And he's like, dude, you're wrong. I liked you. Like, like you were a great student. Or no, she was like, I was always like your worst student or whatever. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you got great grades. And she was like, I said worst, not stupid. Like, yeah, I love that line. Oh, fuck off. I didn't say I was dumb, Dumbledore. Yeah. So I just said I was a shithead. Yeah. And basically, there's nothing really important after that. She just leaves. But um, she, like, makes a mention. She's like, I'm wicked. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm, you're kind of like, oh, like, what? What? Because the Lestranges aren't really known for being shitty yet. I mean, kind of. Well, he's mostly just an asshole. Yeah. He's not really, like, dark yet. Yeah. Um, But one thing I wanted to mention about the whole flash- flashback sequence that I don't think I got to yet. Um. I loved that the Gryffindors were the bullies that was bullying yeah. Slytherin. And, like, usually Slytherins were the ones that, like, came out and said shit and Gryffindors were defending themselves. But in this case, the Gryffindors were being dicks. And, like, they just basically, like, totally turned the tables on the house, mm-hmm. like, expectations. And I loved that. Also, though, when they were in the bog art scene, uh, like, just before she reveals hers, it pans to those two girls. And the one's like, oh, like, I've been waiting for this, like, all year. And I was like, you're fucked. Like, what I is know. wrong with like, you? Like, were you waiting to find out what her greatest fear her was? Greatest like, fears to use it against her? Yeah, what the fuck? I know. That's so fucked. So fucked up. Oh, but also, that means that they had Gryffindors, Hufflepuffs, and Slytherins in that class. Maybe it was like an all class? 
I I just kind of assumed like I know that they like cross the the houses in the classes yeah. anyway. Yeah. Especially like I bet back then the classes were probably smaller, mm-hmm. so they probably were just like let's just do bug arts today all together, whatever. <laughs> um okay. Wow, so where were we? Oh, so Credence goes to the Yeah. Uh, okay, so Credence and Nagini um he finds the name that was on his adoption papers and like hunts her down essentially is his goal. Uh, and they go into this, like, cute little house, and they're like, hello? And this, like, tiny little, literally when she responded the first time, I thought it was, like, a child's voice. I was like, this is weird. And then he's like, are you my mom? And I was like, no, I think that's a child. <laughs> <laughs> I No. Credence, you are so confused. You are so confused, boy. And then she comes out from behind the things, and she's this, like, cute-ass little dwarf lady. Or, did they say she was a dwarf? They mentioned at some point that she was half I something. I think she was part th- goblin. Oh, that's what it was. Because her fingers woman. were all, like, disgusting and yeah, long. Yeah, because so. that's what the the ministry fucker guy says. Yeah. So, like, as, like, he goes up to her and he's like, why did you adopt me, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I was just a servant. Like, I was just told to bring you to New York. I'm not actually your mom, blah, blah, blah. So, like, Credence is just heartbroken. And, like, she just hugs him. And it's such, like, a pure moment. Because you can tell, well, like, she's actually like, oh, come here, precious boy. Like, let well, me hug you. Well, because she said she was like, you were such a beautiful boy as a baby. Oh, and you're, you're a beautiful, such a beautiful man. man. Oh, it was so heartbreaking. And Nagini's just in the background, like, so precious. Yeah. <sighs> and then the fuck creeper guy from the ministry he like i don't even know like becomes part of the wall or something it's really creepy and he's just like creeping around the room like while all this is happening and i thought that too i was like he didn't just like walk into the wall he like made the wall crumble as he walked into it Mm -hmm. and like it was weird and like uh he wasn't just walking through the wall either there was a shot where like he was walking like through the the linens or whatever that were hung around the room, like, the linens were moving, yeah. too. And I was like, this is weird. Like, what exactly is this? I don't yeah. understand. So, like, Credence and Goblin Lady were hugging, and then he... He came back around the room to be next to Nagini, and, like, this little, like, bubble, like, appeared on the wall, and there was, like, a little crack, and she, like, turns and looks at it, and it's... I knew what was happening, and it still scared the shit out of me when he, like, reached out and grabbed her. Mm-hmm. And then just, like, so he reaches out and grabs her and, like, throws her at the wall. And, and then just, she, like, half transformed and was, like, stuck in the wall. Yeah, she was, like, like, freaking out. She was, like, half in the wall, half a snake, half not. Like, <laughs> it, was it, it was fucked. I was, like, that must hurt. Like, <laughs> And also well, just, like, stress. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just be mad stress. Uh, and then he just throws a killing curse to the side, like, through all the, the, the linens, linens and whatever. And then... I think he keeps fighting because Nagini comes after him. Yeah, Nagini comes after him, and then he ends up blowing the house up, basically. No, he doesn't blow it up. He goes over to see if he Sorry, killed I, Credence. I meant he as in Credence. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. he goes over to see if he kills Credence, and you look down, and the poor little goblin woman's dead, and I'm so sad about it. And yeah. at first you're like, haha, bitch, you missed, but also you killed the goblin lady, and that makes me sad. Yeah. And then he turns around, and fucking, ooh, Credence is there as the Obscurial, and, like, it's the first shot of him as an obscurial in the movie and it's intense yeah like the house just blows and like i don't know if he can almost like (gasps) oh my god the ministry guy uses the same spell to keep himself safe that's over grindelwald earlier in the cell that like bubble thing that red bubble it's the same thing (gasps) oh shit so, so yeah <laughs> bringing like, it all together he blows up the house but like it blows up in this really cool like 
round, like, it's almost just, like, a bubble explosion. But I was gonna say, like, I don't know if he can control it somehow now, but, like, Nagini wasn't hurt at all, and, like, no. she was totally fine, but, it like... It seems like he is maybe learning to control it, yeah. or is just, like, more aware while he's the Obscurial, because, like, so he blows up the building, and, like, obviously he's expecting, like, so all the material comes out, and then it does that crazy thing where it all just rushes back in. And then when that happens, the ministry guy does that, like, bubble thing. And he's like, hey, like, you thought you were going to get me. You can't get me through this, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, it keeps happening. So he keeps, like, expanding the material and bringing it back in and, like, trying to crush him. So it's almost like he's aware that he's not dead, dead and, yeah. like, trying to still attack him. So, yeah, it kind of shows that, like, he's kind of aware of it now. Like, it doesn't yeah. really say to what extent. But, but eventually, Minister Guy pieces, so then Credence comes back as, like, a man form now. Yeah, he and, like, him, and then he sees Goblin Lady dead and him and Nagini, like, hug and, like, cry. And it's, yeah, it's sad. super sad. Um, and then... And then it cuts to Ministry Dude in an alleyway and fucking Grindelwald just waltzes on up and he's like, hey. And you're like, I knew I didn't trust that hoe. From the first minute I seen him. He walked in and we were like, oh, you're shady. Mm-mm. Walking in from the background like that. What you doing back there? Mm-hmm. Dim shadows. See, so yeah, literally he walks up and he's like, yeah, so he went to the goblin lady. Like, it's all it's all done. The like, plan is, like, in place. I killed her. Like, he didn't find anything out. And then that's when you're like, oh, so he went there to kill her, not Credence, obviously. Yeah. And then it's like... Uh, I remember the dude was just like, you know, like, I could lose my job for this. And Grindelwald's like, it's all for the greater good. Like, it won't matter once mm-hmm. once this is all done. And he's just like, fuck. Yeah, whatever. and the guy just repeats, like, for the greater good. And I was like, I feel like that's kind of their... Yeah. <sighs> it's pretty bad. Like their mantra sort of thing. Yep. So that's fun. So then it pans back to Newt, Tina, Jacob, and dude, unconscious dude. Um, Unconscious nameless man. Yeah, in the safe house. And Newt is taking after uh, some of the creatures in the suitcase, like, down in his suitcase. And Tina's just, like, reading a book. And Jacob comes over and is like, hey, man, Tina's kind of, like, alone and lonely up here. And there's also no food. So, like, you want to come up and, like, keep her company while I try and find food? No, you're not going to answer me? All right, well, whatever. Hey. <laughs> and then walks away. And then finally Newt comes up and, like, talks to Tina. And Tina's still all like, Mr. Scamander. And you're like, Tina, fuck yourself. Yeah, she's just immediately like, do you have something in that suitcase to bring this guy, like, back to consciousness? Because I need to question him. And, like, help my case, yeah. basically. Um. So, long story short. She a bitch. Yeah, but that thing that Megan and Chance saw that, like, flickered in his eye and then ah! comes, dude, it ended up being, like, this weird, like, parasite? I don't even know, but... Literally, Literally, uh, so they open his eye to like see if he's conscious and like do the light thing. And when they open it, this like gross, tiny little tentacle comes out from behind his eye. And I'm just like, oh my god, like I did see the thing. Oh. Yep. And then Newt was like, okay, in order to do this, he was like, Jacob, can you grab me tweezers? And Tina's like, they're like pointy little. He's like, I know what tweezers, I know what tweezers are. are. But also, I love how casually Newt's just like, oh, there must be a water dragon down in the sewer. They have these parasites, like it's MBD. And I was like, so there was a creepy monster in the sewers. Yeah. You bet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so, yeah. So, they take it out of his eye, and it's super oh, gross. So gross. Um, Definitely thought that thing was going to, like, attack someone else at some point. Like, Jacob was just going to, like, put it down or something. And then, yeah. Oh, fucking. 
But then he, the man kind of started to, like, mumble in, like, his unconsciousness. And it was, like, he'll probably wake up in a few hours. Like, the parasite needs to, like, chill, like, out of his body. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, they mentioned that the marks on his wrists look like unbreakable vow marks. Ooh, which, like, I didn't know it left scars. Well, yeah, because it eventually kills you if you don't fill it out. So if he's doing oh. stuff against it, like, that's what an unbreakable vow is. I if thought you it don't... just killed you, like, if you explicitly went against it, not if you, like... No, it'll, like, slowly... I guess slowly, you promise to do something. It'll slowly kill you if you don't do it. Like, hmm. and that's... I also noticed, like, near... Like, as it kept going near the end of the movie, like, there was marks on his face starting, too. Yeah. And I was like, buddy. You're um, pretty far along there, my friend. I just mentioned it. No, I'm saying, like... Oh. <laughs> he's pretty far along, I guess. I thought you were yelling at me. I was no. like, dude. Anyway. Um, yeah. So then Newt and Tina um tina's like whatever i can't wait this long like i'm just gonna go back to the ministry with what i right. have right and then Newt's just uh or she just leaves and then jacobs comes back and he's like where'd tina go <laughs> and he's like i don't know like she went to the ministry and he's like what did you do and he's like i didn't do anything she just left and then he's like well go, go after, after her. her like what are you doing yeah so jacob stays there and then nuke goes after tina so we totally forgot about queenie so queenie uh, oh goes to the ministry looking this for Tina. So this is really important and really fucked up. So Tina goes to the ministry, the French ministry, looking for... Or, oh, my God. Queena. Oh. <laughs> Queena. <laughs> Queenie goes to the ministry looking for Tina. <laughs> and they're just like, we don't have a Tina here. Like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And so, like, she stresses out, and she leaves the ministry, and Newt and Jacob, like, walk past her, but they're pretty quick. So, like, she hears Jacob, and she starts chasing after them, and, like, it's pouring rain, and she just starts, like, having the biggest anxiety attack. And, like, I didn't really notice that, like, all the people talking and stuff was getting louder at first until, like, she just kind of, like, sits down on the curb. And, like, as she's sitting down, I'm like, no, don't, uh, 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 your butt's gonna get so, so wet. That's going to suck. I heard you say, like, no, 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 no. I thought she was going to sit on the suitcase, but then she did. That's what I thought, too. Like, I thought she was going to, like, stand the suitcase. I'm going to sit on it. And then she just put it down and sat on the ground. And I was like, oh, God, your coat is in that puddle. Like, uh-huh. All right, whatever. And then, so she's just, like, freaking out. And you realize it's because, like, she's hearing all the thoughts of the people around her. And, like, she's just, she can't control it at the moment. So she's just, like, I was going to say, which I'm not sure if she can just control that all the time. And that's never happened to her before. Or, like, maybe when she's stressed, it's harder to control. I was going to say, I feel like it's, like, a focus thing, kind of. Yeah. I also do want to say something about it near the end of the movie. Okay. Or, like, whatever. I have something else to say about this scene later. But go ahead. Uh, so yeah, so she's freaking out and then this random lady comes up behind her and like the second it pans up to her, you're like, oh, I see what you're wearing. You're one of Grindelwald's fucking bitches. Well, and also just like she's been by Grindelwald the whole time. Yeah, she's like like, one of the girls that like is recognizable. She's the girl that uh, killed the baby. Oh yeah, it was her. Mm -hmm. Well, good. (laughs) So she's just like, excuse me, ma'am, like, are you okay? And, uh, Queenie's like, no, like I should probably just leave. And she's like, oh, like, come with me. Like, I'll keep you dry and like offers her an umbrella or whatever. And then, like, other stuff happens. I don't remember exactly when in the movie this happens. We kind of breeze past it. And then it goes back to them sitting in the house of the people that they killed earlier. And, like, it's just Queenie and the girl. And the teapot keeps, like, trying to refill her teacup. And Queenie gets all upset about it, which is kind of hilarious. Yeah, she just keeps, like, covering the thing. And then she's like, go away. Like, stop. Yeah, just, God. Cut it out. And then, so she's like, okay, like, I should get going. This has kind of gotten to, like, a creepy level. And the girl's like, oh, like, you're going to leave without meeting your host? And she's like, oh, are you married? And she's like, let's just say 
heavily committed. Deeply committed. Deeply committed. That's what it is. And Queenie's just like, I can't tell if you're making a joke or, or you're if you're just, just French. French. <laughs> <laughs> that made me laugh so hard. I love Queenie. Queenie's so adorable. And then Grindelwald walks in. And Queenie's just like, uh-uh. Immediately, she's like, nope. Like, I know exactly who you are. Like, you stay over there. You stay over there. And he's like, chill, chill, chill. Like, I'm not here to hurt you. Like, you're an innocent and all this. Like, you're you're free to go and whatever. And then he just starts, oh, God, he's so smooth with his words. I was going to say, I don't know exactly. I, I don't even want to try and quote him fully because we're going to butcher it. But basically, the point is, like, you know, you can... He says a bunch of stuff and he's like, also Freedom, love Freedom, equality, and love freely. And she's just like, oh, love freely? Because the whole thing with Jacob and marrying and the kids. And, and the she's, second you see mm. that, you're just like, no. And, like, she has her wand pointed at him for mm-hmm. the bit for the first bit of it and then when he says that she kind of like wavers a bit and he literally like the balls on this man grabs the tip of her wand and just like lowers it down yeah. and i was just like sweet god do you know how fast you could probably curse someone if they're touching the tip of your wand mm-hmm. good i think the one thing though that i think queenie is overlooking is that like i don't know if it's just not widely known yet or whatever but grindelwald definitely wants to get rid of muggles so like she I don't can't love, think it's widely. I think like they she kinda, can't love freely if he gets rid of Jacob. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like come on. I think they touch on it earlier when like the one girl is like all muggles must die or like whatever, and he's like no no like we can't say that out loud, and like he's pretty adamant about like whenever he's talking to other people about it, it's like we're just looking for equality, and like his speech later, he's like muggles aren't lesser, they're just other. Yeah, and you're like I mean they're of different the value. Thing, but mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever, they're cannon fodder, but. It's fine. Whatevs. Uh, so, yeah. So, he uh, gets Queenie to join his fucking cult, which is awful and heartbreaking. Yes. So, Tina and Newt go to the French minister. Oh, well, gosh. No, so, before that happens. So, Newt uh, goes after Tina. Um, and he's like, Tina, 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 I need to talk to you. And uh, <laughs> Tina's like, all right, cool. Like, whatever. Let's talk. Yeah. Uh, but, like, in a very, like, standoffish way. Like, whatever. I'm walking. Fine, Mr. Scamander. Yeah. And then he's just like, well, I think I know how to help your case. Like, there's a box in the ministry that will tell us, like, who Credence really is. And she's just like, what the fuck? And he's like, yeah, like, just trust me. Let's go. So they, like, literally run to the ministry. Um, and they go. They. So he has Polyjuice Potion because he doesn't want anyone to know he's in Paris. But only huh. enough to get him in. And it's apologized him to look like his brother. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Yeah. And I love how he's just like, oh, yeah, like, he works at the ministry, blah, blah, blah. And he's a big hugger. <laughs> and you're just like, you flash back to, like, when he hugs him earlier to tell him that the ministry is following him. And you're like, did you really steal his hair when he did that? Well, no, actually, he didn't because Newt, uh, Newt's hands were down. He didn't hug him back at all. Oh, so, so he I, don't ju- know. I love how he just, like, then has, like, a stockpile of hair. I was going to say, I don't, I don't know how the fuck he got his hair, but I wasn't going to question it. I wouldn't be surprised if he had, like, a bunch of labeled vials in mm-hmm. his suitcase with, like, different people's hair. Just probably has some Alitas, Tinas, Queenies, Jacobs, you know. everybody. Maybe. Can you? You can take it with your, like, wand, like, just, like, I, No, I was literally going to be like, can you turn yourself into, like, a creature? Because then you could have a bunch of creature hair. And then I was like, no, I remember what happened last time someone tried to do that. Lola Hermione and the cat. Yeah, you turn into, like, a weird animal-human hybrid. Yep. That'd be interesting. Anyway, 
Uh, so yeah, so they get into the ministry, uh, sort of. <laughs> like they get his in. brother is also at the ministry. <laughs> yeah, so like he's up on the upper level and he looks down and sees Tina and then also sees like himself. Well, like <laughs> he sees Newt's clothes and then he looks closer and sees his face and he's like, What the fuck? So then <laughs> What he- a bitch. Yeah. And like Tina and Newt both look up and see him and they're just like, uh and start like walking way fast. Because I don't think Newt would have expected his brother to be there, no. like, especially at that time yeah uh so literally like as they're running away from the brother like two seconds later the apologies is already wearing off so he didn't have a lot at all no um so they're running away from his brother um they actually get away from him i'm not gonna get into it because a teaser trailer showed like the scene Mm -hmm. like in the whatever so anyway they get away from the brother and then they get to uh it's called Oh, sorry. Right before Newt and Tina get in, her his brother was talking to Lita and was like, you need to go down to, like, your family records to prove that, like, your brother's dead. Oh, yeah. Because that's... They start off by just saying, like, oh, like, there's a rumor that we know who Credence is. And then yeah. at some point throughout the movie, someone is like, we're pretty sure it's Lita's dead brother. Yeah. And also, actually, I'm... I'm an asshole because I literally said, yeah, Dumbledore and Lita don't talk about anything important. Literally, Dumbledore said, like, yeah, yeah. I have a dead sibling, too. And then Uh, Lita was like, yeah, did you love them? And I was like, what kind of question is that? Like, obviously, what the fuck? And then Dumbledore was like, I shouldn't, I didn't love her as I should have. Oh, that broke my heart. Lord. Albus. You fuck. (laughs) Anyway. So, yeah, dead siblings. (sighs) Fun, fun, fun. Uh, (laughs) Fun, fun, fun. So, yeah, literally. Fun, 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 fun. (laughs) Lita's just like, dude, my brother's dead. Leave it alone, man. And he's like, dude, I know he's dead, but you got to prove it. Like, I don't remember why, but you got to prove it. <laughs> and then for some reason, she's the only one that can prove it. Like, no one else can bother looking at the records for five seconds to be like, yeah, no, that's not the right person. No. Well, I, actually, I think the idea is the the picture on the little tree thing dies when they die, don't they? Yeah. Okay. But I think everyone um, was just preparing for the big, like, rally. Mm-hmm. So, so no one really cared much. But he was like, you but might as well cared. just go. Well, he did. The brother yeah. did. He's like, you might as well just go check. While you're here yeah. and not at the rally. Just go check. LOL. So <laughs> um, she went down to check in her family records. I don't really know what the place is called, but it has a bunch of, like, gold lock boxes or yeah. whatever. Um, they look like big cabinets. So Newt and Tina also went in there, like they got there before Lita did, um, to do the exact same fucking thing. <laughs> to look for the box. Yeah. Um, so when Queenie's in the ministry earlier, there's like a really, really quick shot of this old woman and, uh, one of the women from Grindelwald's thing and they're leaving the ministry. And then when they get in the elevator, the older woman transforms into Abernathy. So like he used Polyjuice. And they're holding, like, a bag with a box or something in it. And you're kind of like, the fuck is that? And so that's the box that they're after. Both uh, Tina and Newt and Lita. God, so many names. I know. Uh, they're all looking for the box because yeah. what it is is the black family tree. Mm-hmm. So they're looking to see if there's actually that relation there. So, yeah, when they walk in, when Tina and Newt get there, she sends the Lumos off just looking for the Lestrange vault. Mm-hmm. And then when Lita gets there, she just is on the balcony and she just calls it to her because she's actually a Lestrange and can call it to her. Yeah. Um, but before Lita gets there, like, Tina and Newt finally have the conversation Ah! that everyone's been waiting for them to have. Like, oh my god. Newt's just trying to explain the misunderstanding in the magazine. He's like, can you please just slow down for five seconds so you can stop being a bitch to me? Yeah, like, literally the whole time she's just like, I don't care. Like, congratulations, you're engaged, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, she's like, I'm happy for you, Newt. And he's like, don't be happy for me. No, he's just like, I don't want you to be happy. And she looks at him like, 
what the fuck? Like, yeah. And he's like, no, I mean, it's not that I don't want you to be happy. Like, I heard you're happy and that's great. And that's great. But I don't want you to be happy that I'm happy because I'm not happy. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's, she's just, just like, like, what the fuck? He's like, so that magazine, uh, my brother is engaged to Lita, not me. Not me, LOL. And she's just like, oh, JK, LOL, sorry for being a douche. I guess that's fine. Basically, yeah. And then they have the they have the cute oh moment God. where he's just like, I want to say something, but I can't. <laughs> she's just like, what do you want to say? And he's just like, your eyes, like, it's almost like fire and water and blah, blah, blah. And he's trying to find every single thing to, like, describe it. And he's like, the only other time I've seen it is on a... And she's like, just like... No, 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 but, like, it pans to, like, his face, and he's, like, crying, because, like, he's trying so hard not, not to say, to it. say like, it. He's, like, <laughs> he's struggling so hard, because all he can like remember, a... and I feel like this really speaks to that whole autism spectrum thing, because, yeah. like, if you tell them not to do it, like, they're gonna try not to do it, because they're yeah. like, oh, like, they specifically told me not to do it, there's probably a reason, so he's just like, Jacob told me not to say it, like, I trust Jacob, so, like, I don't want to say it. Yeah, <laughs> and then literally he's like, like, uh, and they're just silent for a bit, and Tina's like, a salamander? And he's just like, <gasps> His face just lights up, I and know, it's, it's like the so one sweet. moment that I'm like, "Hey, Tina, I guess I don't super hate you, but like, it's honestly pretty sweet." Yeah. Um. But then, yeah. So Lita gets there and calls the volt up, and all the volts are like mismatching and freaking out. Um, so they're like running around trying not to get squished because they're actually down in the vault. Yeah. So they just end up getting hopping on one. Yeah, they hop on one so they don't get squished by them, and then that one just so happens to be the Lestrange one. So well, the back of the Lestrange one. <laughs> Still, yeah. So it comes up to Lita and they're just like hanging on the back and she opens it and there's just a note in it that says this has been moved to the Lestrange uh, vault, like the family vault or whatever. This cenotaph thing. Yeah. And she's just like, oh man. Like she reads it out loud. And I remember thinking like, why is she reading it out loud? But Okay. That happens so often in movies where people will read like letters and shit out loud. And I'm like, no one does that in real life. Stop. Mm -hmm. Like, no, whatever. But I mean, they need the information. Yeah. I was going to say it. Well, uh, it's a good thing she said it out loud so that tootin' tootin' Nina. (laughs) (laughs) Tootin' Nina and Queena. Tootin' Nina and Queena. (laughs) So new boy band and Jacob. Holy. <laughs> and Jacob. <laughs> and Jacob. Oh, my God. Anyway. Wow. So, Lita reads that, and she's going to put the note back in, and then she just sees Pickett come out, and then she's like, oh, my God, I know who that is. What the shit? So, she just gets it to turn, and Newt- <laughs> They're and just, Tina like, hanging like, on the back, like, hey. Yeah, and she's just like, hey, Newt. And he's like, hi, Lita. And then Tina's like, hey. And she's like, hey. Hey. <laughs> And then that that bitch that was the guarding. creepy librarian, yeah. motherfucker. She came back with, like, these weird panther-looking awesome cats. Awesome demon cats. What oh, the hell? Oh, man. They were so cool. And it's just like, it's fine as long as you don't attack them. And immediately Lita throws an attack at them. You're well, just like, he was like, they won't attack you. And then she attacks him as he was like, unless you attack them. And then she was like, oops. <laughs> and, like, My when bad. she attacks it, it multiplies into, like, four other cats. And you're just like, oh. Yup. <laughs> that made the problem ten times worse. Cool. So then epic chase fight scene, whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, the oh. Chinese water dragon cat yeah. comes back. They pull the Chinese water dragon out so that they can escape. It, oh my god, it gave me such um, Green Gods Escape vibes, like with the dragon and everything. I was like, wow, this is so nostalgic, but like technically it happened before, but whatever. It's yeah, it's, it's cool. It's fine. So yeah, so they end up escaping with the amazing cat. Oh my god, I love him. Um, I wish I remembered what it was called. I know, whatevs. Um, and then... At that point, they go to Lita's vault thing. I don't know. I'm just going to call it a vault. I don't care. Yeah. 
So they go to Lita's vault to actually get the family tree to find out. And when oh wait, also um, there's like just a quick shot of Credence and Nagini and like some random house. I'm right, right. Where they are? Oh, and Credence is caring for a little baby Robin, which is kind of cute. Uh, Robin Raven, that's it. Um, so then Nagini comes in and she's like, "He's here." And they go up to the roof and Grindelwald is there and he's like, I don't like, what do you want from me? And he's like, from you, nothing. For you, everything I never had. And you're just like, don't give me feels, Grindelwald. Like, don't do that. Grindelwald's just a manipulative bitch. That's all. He just knows how to spin. That's all. Uh, so then he just hands him a map. And is like, your answers will be here. Like, this well, is no, where you'll he, find out. He said, I want everything for you that I never had. But the question is, what do you want? And oh, Credence yeah. is like, all I want is to know who I am. And then he's like, you and know what? like, cool. I know who you are. Can't do that. Go to this thing tonight and you'll find out. And he's mm-hmm. like, cool. <laughs> um. Also, okay, I got to briefly touch on this. Because, like, the dark mark, cool, whatever. It, like, your tattoo hurts whenever your bro wants you. Grindelwald does not know what the word chill means. (laughs) Literally the entirety of Paris was just draped in those creepy black like sheets. Silk. Oh my God. That was the dopest. And like, it's really interesting to me the way that like the differences between how Grindelwald and Voldemort work because Voldemort was very like in secret, underground, Discreet. discreet. Grindelwald's like, Fight me, bitch. Like, come at me. The one Don't even care. The one thing I do want to say in regards to comparing Voldemort and Grindelwald is mm-hmm. that Voldemort, when we knew him anyway, was very secret and underground, but that was kind of the point because he didn't want anyone it was after, to really know yeah. he was back and he was kind of scared of, like, he didn't really know what happened with Harry and he was still trying to figure shit out. Mm-hmm. I'm positive in the first war he was probably way more out there. Probably. Um, The thing is, though, he was still more discreet with the dark marks, though, where it's like... If I want you, I'm going to just touch my thing and you just come. And like it's more of an individual thing rather than like a group like. And rather than just draping the whole city in black. The whole city. And like literally like I think it was Tina even. She was like, yep, that's Grindelwald's call. Oh, that's Grindelwald's call. And I'm like. I was like, that's so everybody so just casual. knows. And then that's why they end up knowing about the rally. Yeah. They're like, we know where he's going to be because he fucking announced it to the whole fucking city. Yup. Whenever. Uh, so yeah. So then down in the vault, uh, Tina, Newt. And Lita. <laughs> <laughs> they get down there and they find that that guy that was down in the sewer with the parasite, he had escaped from the safe house that Jacob was in. Also, we didn't mention that was Nicholas Flamel's house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Completely glossed over the fact that we meet Nicholas Flamel in this movie. Uh, yeah. Also, that's, I think there's a reason for that and I'll get into it later. Okay, but cool. Yeah. So Nicholas Flamel, when he realized the dude escaped and Jacob left, he like was talking to someone and was like, so this shit's going to go down. And she was like, well, you got to go and help. And he's like, bruh, I haven't seen action in years. That line made me laugh In so like 200 hard. years, he said. And yeah. she's like, dude, just Kay. go. And? Don't care. Go. Don't care. Um. So yeah. So anyways, they're, so they're in the vault. And the dude that escaped from the safe house is there. And uh, Credence and Nagini are already there. So there's a bunch of shit going on. And it looks like the dude's trying to like attack them. Like it literally looks like he's mm-hmm. like going on him. And they're like, what the fuck? So it's basically revealed that that guy this whole time has wanted to kill Credence because it's like a family revenge thing. Oh my god. Okay. So I wish I remembered more of their names. But so this guy had a mother and a father, obviously. They were not Lestranges. Happily married family. Like, great, good times, whatever. And then 
I wish I remembered his name also, but so Dude Guy Lestrange, let's call him. Yeah. Uh, who is Lita's father. So Dude Guy sees um, the other dude's mother and is like, oh, damn, I want to get with that. I want that puss. And Impervious is the bitch. And Impervious? Is that it? Imper- Imperios. Imperios? Whatever. That's fine. I takes over that bitch's mind and makes her like walk out of the house and like leave him and then like go. So she leaves the dude's the dad family, yeah, for Lestrange. And then so she goes and is with dude guy Lestrange, gets pregnant again and dies while giving birth to Lita. So it's kind of revealed that like dude guy Lestrange never really liked Lita or even like loved her as a daughter. And probably because she he feels like he killed her mother yeah, or whatever. Yeah, because I hate, uh-huh. I hate that trope. Whatever. Just like in Game of Thrones. Don't give a fuck. Tyrion's my bae. Yep. Whatever. Tyrion and Lita should just hang out, I guess. Yeah, man. Whatever. So, uh, so she dies and then Dude Guy Lestrange gets a fucking another biddy in his bed in like a week and has Corvus. Yes. I didn't think I was going to remember his name, but Corvus. Yeah, Corvus is strange. So that's Lita's little brother. And so, like, apparently he just loves the shit out of this boy. And it's, like, a whole thing. So, oh, God, I wish I knew his name. Which guy? The, I keep wanting to call Lita's him. older brother? Yeah. Okay, so Lita's older half-brother. There we go. Yeah. So Lita's older half-brother, um, he never saw his mom again or anything after that. So his dad... Well, because she was dead. <laughs> well, she didn't die until, like, after she went with Dude Guy Lestrange and, like, had... But I assume that was, like... I mean, it was only... At least nine months later. Yeah. At least. He was also, like, a kid when that happened. So. Gorsh. But anyway, so he never sees her again, and his father makes him make an unbreakable vow with him. On his, like, dying last breath. Yeah, like, like while he's dying, he makes an unbreakable vow with his father. And, like, such specific wording. He must kill the person that Dude Guy Lestrange loves most. Mm-hmm. That specific wording. It has to be the one that he loves most. So, um... Half-brother was running around for a while thinking that it was Lita. And, like, literally as he's telling the story, he's like, I thought it was you, but... And she's like, say it out loud. And he was like, he never really loved you. And you're like... And Lita's just like, I was prepared for that, motherfucker. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a thing. So he turns to Credence, and he's like... um, He's telling the story, essentially, about how... Corvus was sent to an American school on a boat and how they thought the boat sank, but then it turns out somehow he survived, blah, 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 the half-brother's alive. And Lita's tripping this whole time. She's like, no, it's not real, it's not real. And half, like, the older half-brother's like, yes, it's real, like, I know it all, I've, like, and then, looked into it. And she's like, it's not true because, like, I killed him! Yeah, I killed Corvus. And everyone's like, wait, the fuck? Well, what? <laughs> the fuck and then like it shoots back to them and she's like no one knew but like i was sent with corvus on the boat and then they showed the the goblin lady she's like we were passed off as like a grandmother and two grandchildren on the boat and then we went but like he just wouldn't stop crying the entire boat ride and like i didn't mean to hurt him or anything i just wanted to not have to deal with him for a little while so she goes into another room and puts the baby like on the ship uh in the crib and then takes out the baby that's in the crib and walks out with that baby. So, so she doesn't baby have swap. the same baby. A baby swap. Baby swap. Uh, and then she walks out of the hallway. And I guess that's when shit's going wrong with the ship. And the goblin lady runs up to her and she's like, give me the kid. Like, we need to go. 
And so they get on the lifeboats and they're watching the other family on the lifeboats and the other lifeboat that quote unquote Corvus is on ends up capsizing and the shot goes underwater to the mother trying to swim down to the baby and then it pans down to the baby and it's the fucking sheet. The white sheet that's the white all like sheet. billowy and Oh my god, you're blowing. like <gasps> ah, her yeah. fucking Boggart was her dead brother in the ocean. Yeah. So. Cool. Fun times. Mm-hmm. So you're like, mm-hmm. Okay, so Corvus is dead. So now they're all like, so. So who's Credence? And everyone's like, IDK anymore. Lita's like, <laughs> literally no idea who the family was. And literally, no Credence is like, what the fuck? Like, I'm getting told this story about who I am, and now all of a sudden that's not, like, some little baby yeah, swap means that's I, not who I am. I felt so bad for Credence oh, this whole time. He looked like, so heartbroken. And literally, I remember, too, like, uh, Lita's older brother was just like, I'm gonna kill you. And he's like, you know what? Kill me. I don't care. Just tell me who I am just first. Just tell me who I am first. And then I can die. Like, I literally don't care. Ugh. And he was just so ready to die with that information. Poor and as soon Oh, just hate it um so then like behind the regular wall oh so wait i just wanted to say this quote that i really liked so lita told the story and it was just kind of silent for a minute and then newt was behind her and was like lita like it wasn't your fault like you didn't mean to and then lita's like oh newt you've never met a creature that you didn't love a monster oh sorry a monster that you didn't love oh and newt even was just kind of like yeah you never (laughs) met a monster that you couldn't love uh that broke my heart. I know. Um, oh, yeah. And then she goes over to the tomb where the box that everyone is after is. And she pulls it out. And it's the Lestrange family tree. And she talks about how only the men are put on the family tree, which then kind of explains why he loved the son over her also. Like, so not only did he, she kill his mother, but she also wasn't a son. Yeah. So that's kind of lame. Well, whatever. and the females were on it technically, but only as represented flowers. as flowers. So, like, their names separate. weren't even important. Yeah. Like, beautiful, but separate. Yeah. Which I found really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think there was really anything else important to that. Oh, but it shows. So- like, when you, fir- the tree, like, literally <clears throat> she opens the book and it, like, grows in front of your eyes. And you see Credence at the top, or sorry, Corvus at the top of the tree. And then, like, it's normal, and then after a couple minutes, she's talking and explaining the tree, and then it just, like, sh- like it blackens. A flower, and... like, kind of wraps around it. Yeah. And then the picture of Corvus, like, blackens. So, mm-hmm. like, it's kind of implied that when you die, like, your thing on the tree changes. Yeah. So she's just like, no, like, look, this is proof that he's dead. And that's yeah. why the whole time she's like, no, he's dead, he's dead, he's dead. Like, I killed him, guys. Yeah. I know that he's dead. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, and then all of a sudden, on the other side of the wall, there's, like, a little weird secondary wall in the tomb that they're in and like another door opens up to the back of it and jacob's there and jacob's there (laughs) and they're just like i never really got that okay (laughs) i was so annoyed by this so jacob finds out that they're all going to the cemetery and he's like i'll head there myself and then like he shows up nothing really happens but he's in the room and then everyone else shows up jacob's nowhere to be seen and then all of a sudden it cuts back and jacob's like hey guys there's a door over here and nobody thinks it's weird that jacob's there no I don't know. That was He was weird. just there for the whole story. And I was just like, okay, I'm assuming that's just like a different scene was filmed or something and it ended up getting cut out and like just maybe not thought of. But yeah. that was kind of weird to me. I was like, wait a minute. I I forgot Jacob was down there. And me then too. he was just like, oh, hey, the door. And I was like, Jacob, oh, yeah, he totally was in there. Has he been there the whole time? <laughs> like, okay, whatever. I don't know. So they go into this other room and it's this like huge like 
when I saw the trailer, it almost reminded me of the ministry, like, not conference rooms, but they're big, like, meeting rooms with, like, the big yeah. platforms in the middle and then all the risers around it. For sure. It's the shot from the trailer where he's, like, blowing up that blue fire all over him. Yeah, which almost kind of reminds me of Fiend Fire from, like, the last Harry Potter yeah. movie, but it was blue and, like, I don't know, it was some crazy magic bullshit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, they go to the rally and, oh, that scene is just really, really intense. Um, there's not honestly much that i can tell you about his speech because just the way he talks like you gotta watch it well the gist was like he basically it was really smart because he showed humans at an angle like he showed world war Two and like hiroshima <gasps> oh, okay and he was basically saying like this is what we're going up against if muggles like that, continue basically like that like shook me because it never really occurred to me what time in the world this was occurring in but then, so he was like, this is what awaits us if we don't act. Yeah, like, this is the future. And then he showed a bunch of shots of, like, yeah, tanks. He showed uh, Hiroshima exploding and all that. And Jacob was like, not another war. And I was like, oh, my God. This is literally just after World the First War. War. One, yeah. Holy shit. And, like, yeah, he's showing shots and Jacob of was, World War Two. Jacob was in, in World the War. war and I was like, oh, little babe. Like. Yeah. But also true like literally uh, and what bringing in like the real world like that and like actual history i was like Whoa, well this he, is a weird crossover he basically painted muggles as like the enemies mm-hmm. like they can't get their shit together enough and we're gonna die in their crossfire like we're we're done for like yeah. this is the future and like i just thought it was very smart and very interesting Ugh. also because like i've had conversations with people before about like because everyone knows i i love harry potter but uh, everyone like they've asked me multiple times like who do you think would win in a battle like muggles in like war zones or like wizards and it's just something to think about where it's like Grindelwald's bringing really he's bringing the question up it's like they have like crazy weaponry but what like happens we have when spells, they turn it on us? like I don't know like it's and it's scary to mm-hmm. think about and everyone like you can see everyone go like holy shit like what's gonna happen here mm-hmm. But yeah, so Newt is kind of thinking about how they can all get themselves out of this because they know immediately it's a trap. Like yeah. they know some shit's going down. They literally walk in and him and Tina are like, this is a trap. Yeah, yeah I know. so Queenie's there and uh, Jacob finds Queenie finally and he's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, I'm so sorry. They make up and he's like, hey, let's get the fuck out of here. And she's like, no, like I just want to hear him talk. And he's like, what do you mean? Like, why do you want to hear him talk? Yeah, because he knows who he is yeah. and like what he and stands for. He's like, why for. do you want to listen to anything this guy has to say? And it, she doesn't even really answer. She was just like, let's just like, listen so then they stay for the talk um and then it's basically a weird scene where it ends up being like he does this whole talk and a lot of you can tell a lot of people have now converted to his Mm -hmm. side because mostly because they're scared Mm -hmm. um and he he's like you know the ministry people are here like they're here for me i understand just like let me get this out and he like finishes his speech and he's like ever all the believers like you can leave so basically you can only leave if you're a believer wait no though a little bit more happens because so the ministry guys like while the the thing is in session they show up outside and theseus is like don't like i know that you're gonna want to act upon it like we're walking into a dangerous situation but like you can't react you have to show them that we're better like you or no he was like you can't prove to them that they're what you think what they think we are right they're all against the ministry and like auras and everything so they literally just come into the the room and they just like stand at the back and in the middle of his speech he's just like there's aurors among us like come forward brothers and sisters listen to what I have to say. And then yeah, he does his whole spiel and then he's like 
So now, like, you can leave if you want. And, like, as he's talking, they're kind of coming down the stairs. And there's... They totally showed a shot of this bitch earlier on in the movie, and I thought she was kind of weird. I was like, whoa, random that they'd bring this bitch back. It was right when the the capes, like, Grindelwald's call was coming down. Oh, okay, And okay. they showed her, and I thought it was just weird, though, because it was, like, Tina Newt and then this bitch. This bitch. Like, it was almost like she was with them, and I yeah, was like, Yeah, she was just, like, reacting weird. weird. Okay, I forgot where I saw her earlier, but I guess that makes more sense now that yeah, it's showing. Yeah, but it's still weird that they, like, made a big thing of her. Yeah. So, uh, the auras are coming down the steps, and she's, like, staring at them, and, like, just the way that they're showing it, you know she's gonna act. And so, sure enough, she pulls out her wand, but she doesn't even have enough time to, like, actually get the wand out and point it at the aura before the aura throws a killing curse back immediately at her, mm-hmm. which is, like, the whole room just goes silent. It's kind of straight fucked yeah. that an aura would just kill just some Just jump civilian. on that like that. I was like, is, like... I mean, I guess, like, in the time, that is more what auras are. Because, like, Grindelwald even mentions, like, they've killed multiple of my, my followers. followers yeah. And I'm like, like, in Harry Potter time, they're not really into killing people much. No. Like, they're more detaining. I mean, they they will kill if they have to. Yeah. And, like, specifically, Mad-Eye Moody loves killing. But, like, <laughs> like it, they try to not yeah. if they can. But it just seems like, you know, if I can, I will. And it's like, that's weird. And, like, how but many it, times do you need to be told not to throw a killing curse and then do it? And it also kind of painted Grindelwald as the good guy because, mm-hmm. like, so then the follower is dead and, like, everyone's silent. He goes over and, like, holds her hand and, like, looks at her face. And then he's, like, make sure she gets back to her family. Yeah, like, he's all sweet about it. And it's just, like... And then he stands up and he's, like, do you see what I mean? And it's, like... like he, but nobody knows that he just killed some random family when he got here. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just... It's just painting him as a good guy. The but way it's just, he plays people is amazing. Lord. Huh. But anyway... So, yeah, then he's like, okay, believers, go. It's time to get shit done with the ministry. So, like, all the, like, the followers and everything, they all peace out. So, the only people left are, like, the Aurors, Tina, Queenie, blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah. the, the main people. And then fucking Theseus. Like, everyone leaves, and Theseus is just like, okay, this is our chance. Like, let's grab him. And I'm like, you're fucking stupid, but okay. If you think you can just go grab him. Also, I wanted to point out the Niffler also went out of the case, went out of Newt's case, and he's oh, just, yes. like, sniffing around. Yeah, Niffler is on the loose. Yeah. That was the other thing, too, was when Newt left, he was like, I'm gonna bring Niffler with me, and we were all like, why? Did you not learn how much From the shit first he movie? causes? Like, yeah. but he's, he's actually, after him. he's very useful. Pretty important movie. plot point, surprisingly. Uh-huh. I like it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they all like start going down the stairs. And the second they do that, the platform that he's standing on is the shot from the trailer where he kicks up all the fire around him. And he's just like, sure, come at me. Like, try and get to the fire. See what happens. And like a couple of his like the actual main followers that were there, uh, they all get to the fire. And oh, my God, the thing that we didn't mention before. Um, oh, my God. I don't even remember the conversation that they were having, but it was a conversation that Grindelwald was having with his followers earlier on. And one of his followers was just like, mention something to do with Dumbledore and like do you think like he'll come fight you or whatever and he's like oh but the great and he stops and he's like I was Dumbledore and Grindelwald's just like oh don't worry we'll win but like will you be there with us when we do and you're just like oh boy something's gonna happen to that guy yeah so then sure enough the fire thing is happening and this follower guy tries to jump to the fire and just straight burns to death and I literally leaned over to Megan in the movie and I was like that was for that great Albus Dumbledore comment yeah and like literally <laughs> Grindelwald like makes a face at him like haha got you like, yeah because yeah like, okay you basically can only pass this ring of fire if you are like a Grindelwald. true yeah, yeah it's kind of interesting Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so basically it's almost to a point where it's like you can leave if you can get by the fire and through the door. But like if you want to come with me safely, you got to get through this ring. It's kind of an interesting dynamic mm-hmm. where it's like either fight me now, like this is your chance, or you can leave safely back there, or you can come with me. Like you got some options you here. You got some options. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I'm open to suggestions, my friend. Yeah. Um, But it comes to a point where Jacob and Queenie are like, we can leave. But Queenie's like... I think we should go with Grindelwald. And like, Jacob's he like, wants what we want. And Jacob's like, fuck no, he doesn't. Like, I don't. Jacob's like, honey, like, you're crazy. And like, because he says it again. Yeah. And she's just like, she just leaves and like walks through the fire and like. Oh, and that scene is so heartbreaking. Because like, so she steps into the fire and she screams at first. So you're like, is she oh dying? no, like, is she dying? And Jacob's just in the background, like crying his face off. Yeah. And then like, Grindelwald like offers queenie his hand and like she comes up onto the thing and he just like looks back at jacob like yeah she's mine now yeah. and he's just like queenie and it's he's so freaking sad. out and then tina ends up like defending jacob and everything so mm-hmm. jake jacob's all good but like heartbroken so fuck Ugh. um and then so i forget at what oh so lita comes down lita comes down the yeah, stairs because he starts like actively attacking them because a bunch of the auras like attack him so he starts yeah. fighting back and then like a couple of them apparate away a couple of them end up dying yeah so then lita comes down and it looks like she's gonna attack him but then she like stops and she's like i i'm ready to like come on your side now like i'm i'm here like let's go kind of thing and he's like yes yeah, girl give me some of that little strength <laughs> literally he's like fuck yeah so yeah. he like puts his hand out and like he she takes his hand and i remember like he took his hand away and she didn't move and at that moment i was like oh she bluffing she bluffing hard yeah because like why wouldn't she just go with him right and he kind of stops and like turns around and is like what's uh what's uh going on so she like turns to newt and commander brothers and yeah (laughs) his brother were standing there and they're, like, in a line. And literally the whole time, like, his brother's screaming, like, no, like, you can't go to that side, yeah. blah, blah, And she just stops and she's like, I love you. But it looks it's like It's impossible to tell which one she's looking at. definitely looks like she's looking at Newt. I'm just saying. It shoots back to Newt after she says it. So, like... I was gonna say, like, I feel like she was just always in love with Newt and then it just never happens when she settled for the brother. Yeah, they haven't, uh... Really clarified, clarified what happened with that. But it was very clear that they were, like, in love pretty much in high school. Yeah. Um high school lol whatever hogwarts but yeah so then Uh, she ends up trying to kill grindelwald but doesn't work and she ends up in the fire and dies yeah so he kills her that's sad but lita is now dead yeah so then uh and it's kind of heartbreaking too because it it was almost a parallel between when sirius died in the ministry and lupin was like hugging harry Uh, back newt was like hugging his brother back while lita died and it was just it was pretty heartbreaking too many feels um Shit starts going crazy. They get out of where Grindelwald is, but they're still in the cemetery, and the fire is following them, though. Oh, my God. Okay, I love this. I forget. So they all, like, shit just starts going crazy, and they're all like, fuck this, and start, like, apparating out of there. Mm-hmm. And then Grindelwald's just like, I hate Abandoners, or something like that. Like, he just makes some dumb comment, like, man, why? You're not going to stick around and fight? Fine. And then he just, like, launches those blue fire dragons out yeah. into, like, the whole cemetery. It's awesome. It's epic as fuck. And then Nicholas Flamel shows up, and he's like, all right, so this is how we're going to fix this. We got to do this. this together. Like, we got to contain it, or yeah. it's going to destroy Paris. Yeah, so what city they were in. we all get in a circle, put our wands in the ground, and say the spell. I forget what spell they said. I yeah, wish I, I did. I think it was just, like... I think it was reflective. I was going to say, it starts with an R, like, re- Reparo, I think they said maybe. No, I don't think it was Reparo. It's the know. glasses thing. Well, it doesn't just fix glasses, it fixes anything. 
But like, I don't think it would repel. I feel like it was like repel. Oh, repelio, maybe. Maybe. I don't care. Anyway. Either way, they stick their wands in the ground and it makes like a barrier. Yeah. So, and then that ends up killing the fire and whatever. And it literally, like, basically ends there, that part. Like, torches the entire cemetery. Yeah. So, cemetery. Cemetery. <laughs> so, yeah, everything kind of, like, calms down. And then Newt's brother really starts freaking out because Lita's dead. And Newt, Ugh. like, looks at him and actually actively goes over and hugs him, which is a huge moment Ugh. because Newt is not a hugger. And oh I was like. Oh, my God. This is such a breakthrough. And that's the thing is I feel like we are going to learn more about their relationship in the next movie because of this because like yeah. yeah he turns and he actively hugs him and he's just like i've chosen sides yeah i've chosen my side now and then like so now i ah. definitely think they're they're gonna be better now um and hopefully we learn more about why they weren't um but that's basically where that part ends and jacob's so sad yeah jacob's just crying his face off still Ugh. poor poor boy so then it cuts. It's revealed. I don't know at what point exactly it shows it, but at some point, while the Niffler was on the loose, he managed to snag the the blood pact necklace, necklace thing. thing. And like no one ever specifically refers to it as a blood pact, but like in the scene where they do the blood pact, they like mix their blood together, and then it makes that pendant. And you're like, oh, that's what that is. Cool. Yeah. Um. So Newt has it. So then they all go to Hogwarts, and they're on the bridge, and Dumbledore shows up, and, like, he's with all the Ministry people, too. Yeah, but Newt kind of leaves all the Ministry people away and, like, meets Dumbledore himself. He's like, it's probably better if I just talk to him alone. Yeah, maybe I should just do this alone. <laughs> yeah. So then he goes up to Dumbledore, and he's like, so, like, he got away, so that sucks. Yeah. But, um, also Credence is with him, so that's also kind of balls. <laughs> um, also, though, what dis? <laughs> and he pulls out... The Niffler and the little blood pack thing. He's like, is this a blood pact? You fucking son of a bitch. Literally, like, Dumbledore doesn't say anything. And he's like, this is a blood pack, isn't it? And he just kind of, like, looks at him. And he's like, this is why this you is can't why you fight can't. Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. And, and he's, he's like, just you like, swore not to fight against him. And Dumbledore's just like, yeah. But then he's like, well, it's great you have it, though. And maybe I can reverse it now, question mark. So mm-hmm. that's definitely going to be a huge thing in the next movie. Holy oh, yeah. shit. So he takes it. Yeah, so he takes it. And that's good. And then the final scene. So here's the big one, guys. Um, so you see Queenie and Grindelwald talking in a doorway, and they're basically talking like, "How do you think he's doing?" Like, because Queenie's reading his mind. Yeah, Grindelwald is like, "Do you think he's still scared of me?" Yeah. And Queenie's like, "Honestly, like he just isn't sure he's made the right decision." So be gentle. Be very, very gentle with yeah. him. So it's Credence looking out into a window. Grindelwald goes in the room, and he's like, "So I, I don't even remember exactly what he says. I'm sorry, it's very hazy, but it's basically." Like, you know, I'm really glad you're here. Like, this is going to, like, you made the right decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a present for you, though. And he's like, what? And he's like, I know who you really are, and I'm not lying. Like, I know who you are now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what the fuck? Who am I? So he pulls out, <sighs> is it the chick that he's nursing back to health? Early? Okay. I wasn't sure. I earlier was like, it when looks you looks like it. Earlier when you said Baby Raven, I was like, I'm going to just That's why that. you made a face, and I was like, okay. So, the bird that he's nursing back to health earlier on, Grindelwald, like, pulls it out. I don't know if it was, like, on the railing or, like, it was... It was on the railing, It was something. So, he, like, points to it or whatever. It's mentioned earlier in the movie... I literally was just like, wait, we missed that. It's mentioned earlier in the movie that uh, phoenixes flock to Dumbledore's. When they're in trouble. (laughs) Yeah. Or when they need it. And it's, like, a big thing where, like, like Dumbledore was like, yeah, my grandfather had a phoenix, and, like, when he died, it... Ran flew away, flew away no never to be seen, seen again. Since, but like I've heard, if this you're a Dumbledore, tale is true. yeah. So Grindelwald points at the bird or whatever, and the bird bursts into flames, and you're just like, no. 
as soon as he was like, you know, it's a legend that birds and as soon as he just got that a legend that birds, I was like, oh, no. And the bird flew and I was like, that's a fucking phoenix. What the fuck? Yeah. So it's a phoenix and he's like, um, oh, yeah. And he hands him a wand, too. And he's like, are you sure? Right. That was the first gift. My bad. Yeah. He's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, dude, like you're a wizard. You need to know who you are and like embrace it and learn to control it and whatever. And he's just like, this is your birthright. I might pronounce it wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was like Arielis Dumbledore or Arielis. Aurelius Dumbledore, the younger brother of Albus Dumbledore, which is like, I have not talked about this with anyone yet. I couldn't. This is raw and uncut. Uh, everyone that saw me in the theater, so that was revealed, and he was just like, you know, be you, have fun with that information. And then he blows up the side of a mountain. Yeah, he takes like, the instantly. wand and, like, just, just to probably just to see... Just forward. Probably just to see if anything would happen, and, yeah, he just blows up the side of Destroys a mountain. Destroys the side of a mountain, like, it, he's so powerful. And he's like, yo... And the phoenix in the background, and it's just so powerful, and I literally just sat there, like, shocked. We were frozen. Like, we went with Chance... Connor and our other friend Dane and immediately after the movie end they all looked at us and they were like so what'd you think and we were all just like like my head was in my hands my brain could just not yeah comprehend it I had both my hands like in front of my mouth and I just was staring straight ahead I started crying a bit because I was thinking about it too hard yeah it's just something (laughs) that's like I would have never predicted this especially like even with you never really, like, we're told the story at some point, like, different little pieces about Albus and his brother and his sister and whatever. And, like, I've also just looked into the story further. So, like, just the fact that there's never, ever, ever a mention of some other brother. And I was kind of worried at first that he was going to say his other brother's name. And then I was like, that doesn't make sense because, obviously, he's grown up with this brother like he's an adult. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't really work. Um, yeah, I don't, uh... See, and that's the thing, like, I I feel like, so Dumbledore was probably maybe an adult at this point, so maybe, well, not, like, an adult adult, but because, like, his mom and his dad both, well, his dad was in Azkaban, and his mom died, like, a few years before he graduated. Oh, so maybe he's just, like, his father's son, like a half-brother? That's what I'm, I'm assuming it has to be something like that, because, like, his mom... yeah, his mom died mm-hmm. when, like, they were pretty young. So unless his mom and dad had a secret sibling and, like, gave it away, and that's why it was on that boat to America, or his dad broke out of Azkaban and went to America to flee and had a baby with someone else, like, I... There's so many possibilities, I like, can't. I don't even... I was so blown away by that. And that's why, like, I realized afterwards that we didn't talk about, like, what we thought was going to happen in the next movie. And I'm so glad we didn't because I never would have even considered a new Dumbledore to be an option. No, I really didn't think that they had the balls to go there, to be honest. Like, hey. Hey, guys. (laughs) We're back. Kinda. It's been a while, you know, on that timestamp. So we thought maybe instead of torturing you for even longer, uh, we'd break it up a little bit. Yeah, it's already been pretty goddamn long, but uh, thanks for hanging in there if you have. There's probably another mini episode. No, there is another mini episode (laughs) coming to you (laughs) this Friday uh, with the rest of our theories and ideas from this movie and some stuff that we missed also in this two and a half hour long thing. I cannot believe we missed stuff 
so much stuff god damn it's already so long but that's fine also we recorded that originally the morning after we saw the movie and literally like a day or two later there was so much stuff that we were like oh fuck we didn't think about that oh fuck we didn't think about that either and uh there's just been a lot going on on the internet regarding this movie (laughs) i'm sure if you're listening to this you've probably seen it because you're probably interested so we decided to record a little bit later with uh some extra thoughts that we've had in the meantime so those will be included also so thanks for hanging out guys and we'll see you very soon bye bye